Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic night of Fun Maxos. I am ever faithful host, AJ. Greetings and salutations. Big show tonight. Uh, three episodes of The Sandman, two of Lock and Key, Resident Alien, She-Hulk, I believe Tales of the Walking Dead. I think they're going to do a little talking about uh, the Lord of the Rings series on Amazon, and we have House of the Dragon. So, ooh, look, a co-host. Good evening. Hello, how are you? Good. Great to hear it. How was your trip? It was a pretty good trip. The trip home was um, a long, long haul. Uh, two two flights, a total of like 15 hours in the air with a stopover in the middle. It was a long haul, um, but it wasn't too bad. Um, Noise-canceling headphones make a lot of things bearable. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so there was not, um, and there were no, the crying babies were not near me. So my headphones were great. So well, yeah, it was all right. It was all right. Um, my trip was good. Um, I had a good, I had a good week overseas. Uh, and I'm, I, so yesterday I woke up at 4am, today I woke up at 5am. So I'm getting, the jet lag is slowly, I'm slowly recovering. That's good. Yeah. So, of course it only gave me, uh, two days to watch all this TV we had to watch. So I did the best I could to catch up on shock full schedule this week. It's a uh, when it rains it pours, huh? A couple weeks ago we yeah. had like only two shows quite, on our docket. Literally. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So um, we got lots to cover, but Jamie should be here in a sec. I hope. And uh, speaking of Jamie, and there she is, just as you said that. Yeah, I right. said Jamie's here. <laughs> Hello, Hello, Jamie. Hello. I Why think I shouldn't have watched that. I shouldn't have watched Rings of Power right before I did this. I, I was already sleep. sleepy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that maybe if I wasn't so sleepy, I would have enjoyed it a bit more. But I don't know. I don't know that I would even like regular Lord Rings anymore like I used to. It's a very slow-moving type of show. I mean, it's not that it wasn't good. I just it doesn't have enough. I don't know enough going on that if I'm not awake, it doesn't keep me awake. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Yeah, a few things going on. I guess we'll um, get into it a little more at some point in the show. Um, yeah. Unless we should, I don't know, AJ is not watching and not planning to watch, right? Yeah, if you guys want to discuss that first, go right ahead. We'll okay, quickly to, though, AJ, program. you've seen all the movies, right, AJ? I have, unfortunately. And you, and, no, not unfortunately. Read, I like movies, actually. And you've read all the books, I'm sure, I'm, right? I've read all the books. And I th- I, I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm only half joking about unfortunately. I think Peter Jackson did the best anybody could possibly do to adapt those books into movies. Um, sim- simply because you just, there's just some things you can't adapt um, properly. And The Lord of the Rings is one of them, <laughs> you know? I mean... 
Tolkien did such a great, Tolkien did, did, has always done such a great job of describing evil and describing evil and trying to transcribe it to the small screen or the big screen. It doesn't do it justice the way he describes it. So it's, okay. it's a losing battle at the time. I Fair enough. Read all that. Like I read the, the three Lord of the Rings books and I read the Hobbit and I tried to read, I think it was the Semerillion or however you say it. Like, I, I yeah. don't know. Those, those books to me, they're, they're very, but I, I, then again, I guess that's not my kind of especially reading. It was just too much, too, too <laughs> slow, just too, I couldn't get into reading it. I, cause I mean, I read Lord of the Rings trilogy. I liked it. And I, Hobbit was okay. It wasn't as good, but it was, the book was still okay. But yeah, when I tried to read the rest, I was just like over it. <laughs> I don't even know if I could watch it now. It's so what? it's involved. <laughs> no, but Jamie, I you, you want to know something funny? Actually, the original Lord of the Rings book was actually the three books were actually one book. When he originally wrote them, it was all one big huge book. They over at some point I don't know when it was, but then they broke them down into three books. So it didn't seem as as massive. Yeah, well, I think, I, I don't know, like, I like the idea that, like, it's all interconnected and it has its own language and its own culture. And, like, I remember that I liked reading it. And, you know, I, I liked how there's, like, all the different generations of it and it goes on and on. But it's just, I, I don't know, it, it's too much. And, and this show, it was this it wasn't bad. I just—it wasn't enough going on, I guess. That if you're talking, at least because I was tired, it wasn't enough that it. I kept falling asleep. I kept rewinding it. Let's put it that way. Um, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't exciting, I guess. Um, now let me ask you though. Wasn't I was trying to remember when um, Gladriel? Yeah, well, the what's ship, that? There's a lot of rustling around sort of, going on. Someone's aren't they supposed to sort of be going back. to like a Valhalla type thing when they're going off to the west or whatever? Isn't that what that's about? I couldn't remember. You mean at the end of the Lord of the Rings when the elves are going to the western lands or whatever on the ships or whatever, and it's like sort of yeah, like, like in this it definitely gives you the impression that they're going to like an afterlife, right? Yeah, um, that's what I thought she chose. Because I vaguely remember, wasn't there a conversation in the movie where she tells Frodo and them that she had a chance to go and didn't? And I assume that this was what that was referring to. But I can't remember because it's been so long since I've seen it. Um, I mean, it definitely implies, of course, elves are like, um, elves are like uh, immortal, right? Um, yeah, so I guess they're sort of choosing to move on would be how I So, So think of it as they're going to a place like Asgard or like Valhalla, right? So like it's, they're really dead, right? It's like they go to another kind of a, but they're really going, they're going back. So it turns, so they're going back to Valinor, right? Which, so, so in the end of this episode, she's going back home really, right? To live. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, elves can die. They're very, I mean, we've seen millions of them die in all of these. They're very like um, long-lived. But the place where they show in the beginning how Galadriel, when she was a little girl, she lived in Valinor and then they show on that map how they sail all the way to Middle-earth, right? Um, so it's kind of like, so Valinor where they're from, it's kind of, I've seen it described as kind of like they lived in Asgard and they leave Asgard and they go to like, you know, Middle-earth or whatever. And so it's like going back home to like Asgard, which really kind of is like 
sort of like an afterlife. That's what I said. That's how yeah, I it's like it. heaven. It's I like heaven, right? Yeah, well, I'm not saying heaven because obviously their Valhalla and their version of an afterlife is not heaven. That's why I'm watching the way I said it. But yes, but it seems like they're going to some form of of death, of afterlife, of whatever you want yeah. to call it. But she doesn't go is the point. And it, I remember yeah. her saying something about that in one of the movies. I, mean, I think it was in one it, of the deleted scenes. It, it's basically why she's so special and powerful. Uh, like so, in Lord of the Rings, she's like a she's like a leader of of the elves, right? And mm-hmm. and she's super powerful. And you know how like her hair even is like magical or whatever. And it's because she was raised like not all elves are raised there in Valinor. She was raised there, and and. Uh, so it's where elves go when they die, but some special ones are like uh, raised there, and they can leave because the, like when uh, I don't know, I'd have to read more into. All, like, you remember you more know. than I do. Yeah, I don't remember that. I I read I read all the books several times when I was between the ages of like eleven and fifteen, probably. I've I've read the series like multiple times, but not not in over twenty years, probably. Um, anyway, yeah, so she's going home, but home is also where elves go when they die. I guess they don't really die the way we do. Like, they die. We've seen them die, but they don't, like... That's why I um, thought thought maybe it was more like a choice, because they're, like, immortal unless they're killed, and then they can choose to move on. That's kind of how I took it, but it's not... Obviously, they didn't go into it. It's like their retirement home. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Anyway, the point is she chose not to go. That was the whole point of the scene. Um, I I don't know. It it seemed to me a little disjointed. Like, they had the main story, in my opinion, which was of Galadriel and had Elvon and all that. That was kind of the main story. And then they sort of shoehorned in the stuff with the hobbits, which didn't seem connected to me. And then they had the storyline with the um, the elf that was in love with the human, and that was where I start. I think at the point I started falling. But what? Not that that was the boring part. Just that's when I started falling asleep. When they got to that part, so, I don't know. It's just to me the the different storylines didn't seem to really connect a whole lot yet. I guess it just hasn't. Um, and I think a lot of the problem is as I'm watching it, I'm trying to remember all the mythology about about Sauron and all that, and I'm like, I don't remember half of it, and it's just like. I think that that made it worse because I feel like I can't remember it. And then like, I'm so busy trying to think of what things mean that then you end up not listening to what's happening. So I don't know. What did yeah. you think of it? Did um, you feel like it fit together? Okay. It was better than I expected. Probably because while I had not, I, I was careful not to really read to not to read reviews before I watched it. You can't avoid the headlines. Right. And the headlines have been bad. The headlines have been yeah you know, that it's boring, that it's not, you know, um, that there's no there, there, why are you making a show based on appendices, basically, right? Um, uh, And that, you know, the story is just not, uh, I don't know. So I thought that, okay, so I thought that it's, there's so many people and so much world building to do that there, like the story didn't grab me, right? Like I didn't feel immediately like I, I was present with these characters or I wanted to see more of what happens to these characters. 
right? And it sounds like you felt the same way also. There's just not a lot yeah, to have you. Um, yeah, but like I said, it kind of irritated me that the storylines didn't really seem to go together. Like, I, I understand that they didn't want to just tell the L story in the episode because – yeah. There's some cross. Um, there's some talking in the background. Yeah. Not on my end. Um, I guess that like they probably didn't want to just tell the story of the elves in the pilot because I feel like if they did, people would complain. But yeah. I don't know. I just felt like the story that they had with the humans and the story that they had with the hobbits, it didn't seem to really have anything to do with the story that was going on with the elves. I mean, I know obviously it will connect. But I just felt like the way they did it, it was just kind of like a piece here and there, and it just didn't, it didn't connect yeah. to me at all. I mean, so we, we have to keep in mind that much like Lord of the Rings, this will be a story told with God knows how many characters over hundreds or thousands of miles and many years probably, right? Like this is an epic. Lord of the Rings was an epic. This is going to be an epic, right? Um, right. I, I, I just felt like they had concurrently told other stories and like maybe not focus so much on the elf yeah. stories. Maybe it would have worked better. Well, I don't know. And Amazon dropped two episodes and we only watched one. And the fact that they dropped two that makes me feel like perfect. they intended for us to watch two, right? But we only had time for one. Yeah. So, and that might be so I why it didn't connect. I mean, I'll give them that. Yeah. But, um, and I will watch the second one. I do want to see if yeah. I like it. I'm not going to watch it yeah. while I'm sleepy. But, um, yeah. you know, let's see. Hey, I have a question. Yeah. What was better, this or Wheel of Time? <laughs> oh, this is better than Wheel of Time. Uh, let me so, Okay, there you go. <laughs> um, but I, didn't, I really didn't like Wheel of Time at first. And I don't hate this mm. at first, like I hate Wheel of Time. Now, it's possible also, like I had not read the Wheel of Time. I I have, uh, I have love the Lord of the Rings books and The Hobbit when they were I think sometimes maybe... reading the books is a detriment to watching movies and stuff because you have a preconceived notion that can really. Well, well I was going to say is that reading the books predisposes me to want to like this, to give it a chance. In the way, like, oh. I didn't feel that way. I hadn't read Wheel of Time, and I wasn't, like, hope I, – I didn't uh, – like – No, I get that. Uh, just, some people feel the opposite. A lot of people, yeah. like like AJ said, it can't be made. Like, he doesn't want them to make it into a show, yeah. which I understand. I can understand that. It's just, like, if they're going to make well, a Harry I mean, Potter series, like, I don't know how I feel about that. Will I watch it? Yeah, but is there a big part of me that thinks, why the hell are they doing that type of thing, well, look, you know? I can say, like, AJ yeah, – I respect AJ's position of not watching it more than I yeah, respect yeah, people I who have people who have watched it and are criticizing every aspect of it for not being 100% true to Tolkien's thousands of things. It's an adaptation. It's never going to be 100% but see, here's true. The, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. And this is – I, I got to give the creators this credit on this one, mostly because they only acquired certain rights. Like, this is the second age. They don't have the rights to anything from the first age, so they can't even mention stuff from the first age. Um, and the fact, I mean, they're basically filling in gaps based on legend and lore from the books. You know what I mean? So, I mean, there's a lot of room for them to play and have fun because there's a lot of stuff that nobody knows about the second age, you know? So, I mean, that's right. why they chose this time frame. And, yeah, they're going to piss off the diehards and, you know, 
the people that think they can do a better job, but they can't do a better job. Otherwise, they would be doing a better job instead of bitching about the job that these people are doing. So, I mean, yeah. there's definitely an audience for it. Yeah. And that's um, the thing. Most of the, people compl- most of the people complaining have nothing better to do. Uh, so, I have read that the rights cost, for what they have, cost $250 million just for the rights. Like, right? Like, this is like, this is Jeff Bezos' baby. This is like a passion project with Jeff Bezos, Bezos, however you say it, right? So, um, so they spent $250 million on the rights. Um, Vanity Fair, Vanity Fair reported that the first season cost $462 million to produce. Um, and it looks it. I mean, this, this looks, Jamie, it's fantastic looking, isn't it? Gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. I mean, whether it's a good story or not is, is to be seen, but it looks great. <laughs> um, just hit mute and I just think, watch the scenery. I, I mean, it looks look. It looks at the scene. I think it was shot in New Zealand. I think like the like the trilogy was shot there. I think it was shot in New Zealand. Um, I think that the co- even the costumes are great. The scenery is great. The sets are great. The special effects are great. It looks every dollar of the money they have put into it. Um, and while Peter Jackson is not involved in this, like, it's definitely inspired, like, his movie, you can see the influence of those films, right? Um, oh, yeah. Right. Uh, and um, I, I think Jackson was a little, I, what I read the quote from him was, I wasn't invited. I didn't hear him say it, <laughs> so I can't say the tone of voice, but to me, it sounded a little like he might be a little like, mad or whatever, right? A little insulted. Um, uh, so anyway, um, I mean, it looks it looks really good. I, so one of the things I felt, Jamie, about the, like, none of the characters, we didn't really get enough time with any of them to really establish their story. Like, Galadriel gets the most time, right? And and mm-hmm. it's established how she lost her brother, and now she wants to like find Soren, and she's got this like vengeance, like she's driven by vengeance, right? Um, mm-hmm. Which she talks about it as protecting Middle Earth from the return of Soren, but it's it's really vengeance. But I felt like it was a little. I wish they could have gotten a little deeper into that, and maybe they will in subsequent episodes. Like it, like she feels more like an archetype than a person, right? Like the sister of Benton mm-hmm. Revenge. Yeah. Revenge. Like, yeah, I'd agree with that. Mm-hmm. And then there's the elf who's in love with the healer woman in the village, right? And they feel like mm-hmm. the forbidden romance archetype that we like. Everybody felt a little bit more like a standard character sketch than a real person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now maybe. Well, yeah, get I, I agree with that. Like, yeah, here's my complaint. might have been because we only seen one a lot. I mean, I think this is the kind of show you kind of do need to see a little bit more. So I'll give yeah. it, you know, another episode and see. Yeah. So what, what, AJ? Go ahead. I was going to say, here's my complaint. If you're going to spend this much money on a show, then that means you could have taken a little bit of that money and given it to the expanse so we could have three more seasons. <laughs> Yes, thank you. Or thank or you. The wild. Um, or the wild, yes. Well, I'm still talking yeah. about that. So. Well, no, you know what, though? Yeah. The wild had nothing to do with money. The, the wild, I, I've read some no, stuff, I and know. I think that was more of a 
political issue within the confines of Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is the kind of, yeah, I mean, the amount of money they're spending. Now, fair enough, AJ, they bought the rights to, so so the Tolkien family only auctioned off the rights to the second page. Like, they didn't auction it all off and this is what Bezos bought. This is what was made available by the family when they auctioned it off in 2017. Um, and so you only get what's in the second age, so no hobbits, no wizards. Um, is that why they called them Harfoots instead of hobbits? Well, no, the Harfoots are really a thing in the second. They're like a well, precursor. I thought they were hobbits. They're I like the they pro- were hobbits. Like they that. are, but they're like the proto-hobbit. They're like the hobbits when they were still had bad hair and were like wandering people before they settled down in like hobbit holes and start combing their hair and wearing better clothes, right? They're like a little... Okay. Like it's probably what is this hundreds or a thousand years before like the the the, the show the Lord of the Rings right? It's it's yeah. at least hundreds of years and they're like they they're they're hobbits but they're they're the show didn't call them Harfoots I believe they're really called Harfoots in the Second Age um, like the show didn't that make that remember. up like the show's not allowed to refer to hobbits because they don't appear in this set of appendices, but the Harfoots are a real thing. So they're sort of like the ancestors of the of the hobbits, uh, I think. Um, but uh, that's all they were allowed to get. So we won't see any, like, we won't, we won't see, like, any, like, the origin of Gandalf or anybody because – and I guess where I was going with this was that the idea that, the, like, what the Tolkien's auctioned off and made available, the Second Age is, is really a time of peace, right? And so um, I, where this is going, like, I guess this is going towards the creation of the Three Rings, right? But I guess we're not going to – I don't know what we're going to see in, t- in terms of, like, an epic struggle that we saw in Lord of the Rings, Well, right? it's called the Power of the Rings, so I have to assume that at some point they're going to make the rings. But other than that, power, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's – that's that's in the that's in the voiceover in the trailer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that they're gonna, that the, the show is about creating the rings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. So, so for reference, what I just pulled up Vanity Fair article. Um, Vanity Fair reports that the that the production four hundred sixty two million for the first season. Um, Wheel of Time cost eighty million per season. Um, now the 462 includes like building sets that will continue to be used if it gets greenlit for future seasons. So you know you can't only, but the marketing Vanity Fair like predicts that the entire show, if it if it continues, will ultimately cost a billion dollars. Yes, AJ, this is making both of us even all three of us even more incensed that this kind of money didn't go to. Although the Expanse was like <laughs> what like 15 million dollars for some episodes, which also is like not a. I mean, it's not like they were fully starved for money on that show, right? Oh, no, not at all. Crazy yeah. they put so much money into this stuff. I mean, I guess. It's just we got we got a shortened finale, and then and that was the end. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. they could have gone three more seasons. There's three more books. Yeah, yeah. But, but you yeah, know, I was thinking to me, though, how it used to be this kind of stuff would never be on television. Like, that's only in the oh, last no, so many absolutely years not. Yeah. they even... Yeah. Spend that kind of money for television. Yeah. I mean, they have yeah. the money for a lot of stuff that they don't. Yeah. But 
crazy. But I, I think, you know, with the amount of money that we're talking about and the high stakes here, like, it should be good. <laughs> well, I mean, it wasn't bad, but it's really important no. to nail the finale to get people to come back. Like, like we're yeah. like we're making excuses. Like, world building takes a lot of time. You got to introduce it all. You got to introduce these people. But like, I did not immediately feel like I love Galadriel, and I got to find out what happens to her. She's kind of a bitch, right? Um, yeah, I mean, a little bit. I mean, we know she becomes like you know, Kate Blanchett, the Ice Princess. Um, Galadriel in the future one that we know, but she's she's not like she was a jerk to all. She's getting she was a jerk to all those other elves and like getting people killed because of her vengeance quest, right? Um, yeah. And uh, and I and so the elf whose name I forget who who works in that village and is in love with the healer woman, mm-hmm. like he's interesting, but he only got like five minutes of screen time. And so, yeah, I thought their characters were interesting. That's why I was kind of sad that then I was when I got sleepy because I thought that was a little bit more. Well, they only appeared in like the last third of the episode, right? And you didn't yeah. get much from them. And then the Harfoots, I felt like they spent a lot of time in like establishing them as a very lighthearted kind of a. Okay, they spent a lot of time. With, I'm not sure that anybody's watching this show who didn't see Lord of the Rings or read Lord of the Rings, and and so there was a lot of time devoted to establishing their hobbitiness, which I thought was kind of unnecessary. Like I know what I expect from that group of people, and a lot of time was spent introducing that that character Nori, right? Um, uh, who also is like, oh, she's the curious, troublesome hobbit that we all know, right? Like, she also was a little bit, like, not well sketched out. A lot of time was spent on her, and all we know is, like, oh, she's the troublesome hobbit who's going to go on a journey, right? I'm sure she's going yeah, on a journey. Yeah, she really didn't do anything other than collect snails and whatever else she was collecting, so. And, and yeah. like, oh, breaking the rules is fun, right? Like, a lot of time was yeah. spent on the Harfoots. Uh, to what yeah. end, I'm not yeah. really sure. Um, I don't know. The thing that I'm curious about, I thought was, was somewhat interesting, is when that human uh, kid that he has, I think it's a piece of a sword. Yeah. Is that what it was? I wasn't entirely sure. And like, it's I think like, it's a, uh, like the, I think it's a piece of an orc sword. Right? Yeah, maybe. It definitely had the mark of Sauron. But, yeah, that was, like, getting into might have been some interesting story, but then they showed, like, two seconds of it, and that was it. Because cause as the story goes, um, men, humans, men, um, were aligned with Morgul and the Orcs, right? And so a thousand years have gone by, and the, the elves are kind of racist. The elves are like, oh, a thousand years ago, your relatives, like, did this bad thing, and so we still hate you and you all suck. Um, but I do think it was an orc sword um, yeah, that he like had there. So he'll be an antagonist probably. Um, yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, gorgeous looking. The music is okay. So I, I understand that uh, the guy who did music for Peter Jackson wrote the title theme, but the rest of the music is done by Bear McCreary who writes the music for, like, almost every show that we watch now, right? He writes Walking yeah. Dead and a bunch of other shows that we do. Um, uh, so, yeah, I'm going to watch the second one and yeah. see how it goes. I, I think um, that 
I agree with what you said. I think you were supposed to watch the two together, and I think that probably we'll get a better idea of what it's going to be like after having seen the second one. If it's just as yeah. boring, then we'll complain more. But let's, you know, I'm going to at least give it a, a little bit more time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So we'll see. So maybe next week we'll we, – I mean, we've decided if we're going to really talk about this every week, but maybe next week we'll circle back and – um, yeah, at least look at it a little bit. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. All right, All great. Right. What do you go over first? Uh, AJ, uh, what, what what strikes your fancy? What did you enjoy this week? He's not there. How about a little She-Hulk, Jamie? Sure. Um. I'm trying to remember which one this was about. This was about Megan the Stallion when her horrible ex coworker oh. said that he he was he, uh, like this as guardian elf. Could... Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was silly, but it was funny. That old old lady elf who uh, tricked him and then tricked the judge, and he's like, "You can't impersonate a judge." That was funny. Yeah, I thought, and and I I liked how they brought her to the defense, and she's like, oh, he absolutely would believe it because his ego is so damn big. I thought that was funny. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I I still like the show. A lot of people don't. I mean, it is what it is. It's not like a super intelligent, you know, think about it show, but that's not, it doesn't have to be. It's a Marvel show. I don't know. I think it's funny. I mean, I, I think that maybe it could have been something different and maybe it would have been better. I don't know, but for what it is, I don't dislike it. It's just kind of a lighthearted, you know, lighthearted half hour. Yeah. Um, and so when AJ lets himself back in to the, to, <laughs> and can talk, I'd like to, I mean, obviously Megan Thee Stallion is not in the, I don't know if Megan Thee Stallion is in the comic book. I don't know how Is that a real person? Hol- I kind of wondered if she was a real person. I'd never heard of yes. her. Yes. Megan Thee Stallion is a is a hip hop artist who's I'm surprised you've not heard of her because I I couldn't I couldn't identify a song, but she's very popular. She's always like on the red carpet at the Met Gala at the MTV Awards and and from what I understand she's actually a pretty talented rapper. Um, but that was really her. I so she, that was did, really her. That was yeah, really her doing out. that cameo at the end. Um, and uh, so I don't know if the comic book really would include her because she's only been around for five years, right? And I don't know how old the comic book is. Um, so that kind of, not really sure about that. But, yeah, I enjoyed, so this I thought was a little bit funnier and a little bit better episode. And I, like, kind of enjoyed how, you know, I guess I guess the, what we're going to see is, like, every week, like, Jen gets sucked into a legal case that, you know, requires whatever. I mean, I like this. Um, that she has the main case going on with the abomination, and then she had this like side case she had to take with this horrible guy who I guess is recurring. He's sort of recurring comic relief, and he is pretty funny. Like he's so yeah. like she's really surrounded yeah. like she's surrounded by these sexist like horrible like her boss maybe her boss isn't sexist but he's elitist and a jerk and like and what's her um, her superhero version only. Yeah, which um, and I kind of like how Jen sometimes forgets she's a Hulk, like when she got attacked <laughs> yeah. in the alley. <laughs> she's like, oh, yeah, I can just, 
Texas Hulk what out. What were they trying to do? Get her powers or something? Because they were trying to get her blood or something, I guess, with that needle. I think they were trying to they get her blood. Really... Yeah, I hadn't thought yeah, of that, that was... but maybe they were trying to get her powers. Well, they, well, they were trying to get something, so I have to assume they were trying to steal her powers, but because he said he didn't, because they made a comment, something like he didn't get it or whatever, because at first I thought they were trying to inject her with something, and then I, I thought they were trying to get her blood. I'm pretty sure, so. Well, because they tried to stick her with a needle. They, they tried to stick her with a needle, yeah. and the needle bent against her skin, so that's a really good guess, right. I think, Jamie. Right, yeah, because they, they made a comment like they didn't get what they were after or something, that's why I kind of assumed they were after her blood. Uh, which makes some sense, although I don't know that that would necessarily make them the Hulk, but they don't know that. They're probably trying yeah. to find out. Um, I like that Wong was in it. I mean, I like Wong a lot, so that was cool. Yeah. Um, I thought he was funny. Yeah. Um, and I kind of like when they did that whole case of, like, he made him go and do all that so he could, you know, that it was he was to blame and everything. And he's like, well, and then how he was kind of like, not, I don't want to say hulked out, not hulked out, but turned into his thing. And he's like, I'm in control. And he's scared the shit. Yeah, and he scared the crap out of everybody. And it's like, I'm still me. But they yeah. really didn't want to listen. Yeah, they did. I mean, what, what is up with all his head pal soulmates? That was funny. <laughs> no, that's kind of hilarious. ridiculous, but kind of funny. Um, because it's kind of sad, though, because there are people, you know, bad people in prison that, that have that, followers like that. Right, but, yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, it, it is it kind funny. of s- silly and maybe not believable to me that the court would let him go basically on the promise that he will not turn into the abomination ever again and go rampaging. And he's going to wear a bracelet, but I think it's a monitor, not a suppressor, right? Um, yeah, at it, any wasn't, rate, it wasn't super clear. Based on what we've seen from so many DC movies and, and series, like I would think there'd be a, a greater level of you know, control and hesitation. But this is where I assume where it's going is that before the end of the season, we'll see this come back around to bite Jen that he's going to, he either is lying and he wants to like be the abomination or he's going to um, not be able to help himself or Wong. So is it just that Wong, you know, Wong comes and he tells the story about how he had to get the abomination out because he needed to fight him to as part of becoming the Sorcerer Supreme. Um <laughs> It, it actually is kind of a shitty thing to do, right? Like it almost like it almost prevents the abomination from getting parole, and it's a very like I don't know. It was kind of shitty, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, but I really appreciate. Yeah, I really love the part where Jen's like, "I hope you don't think this is going to be a cameo every single week, except for this week and last week and Bruce every <laughs> week and whatever." <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Yeah. And I like Tatiana Maslany better this week. So, look, I never don't like her. I just think the material is not up to her level of talent. Yeah. And I felt – I would agree. Right? He's a better – that. It, it, it's a, I mean, it's, like I said, it's an enjoyable show for what it is. It's a silly show. She is like a higher caliber actor. She could be doing more. And, I mean, she's good with it being funny. She just – I think that – yeah, I agree with that. I think that she's better than that and that she should be getting better scripts. Yeah, and so she I like her little. She wanted to do this, though. Look, yeah, I don't blame like... her. I'd do it if they gave it to me too. I mean, well, yeah, this might be <laughs> you know, a movie. Marvel. This this could mean a movie. It could mean movie appearances. I mean, it, it's it's career longevity um, maybe for a number of years and money. 
And look, if this makes like more than I've more than one of my like face friend people has said, oh, I'm gonna check out Orphan Black. And if this makes more people watch Orphan Black, then hey, that that it has done a service to the world right there. I did AJ, you're back yeah. and all you're talking a sec. I did like Tatiana better this week. I like I guess I like Jen Walter better this week, and I just felt like Tatiana looked more natural and comfortable, and maybe the material was a little more like able to give her the type of dialogue that she that she just shines better like she's really good with she's a gifted like like she's really gifted with dialogue and gifted at creating a character's like way of talking right not just accents but their their like their intonations and way of talking and i just i just felt like it was coming it was coming together yes thank you aj nuances and that was coming together for me a little bit better this week how did you like the episode aj I, I've liked them all. I mean, this is, you know, one of the fun episodes. Her testimony on the stand was hilarious. Yeah. Like, that was so great. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and I, I, I really appreciate it. I don't know if you guys read it online, but there's that one reporter who keeps making up headlines. Um, she says to her, she's like, is there any truth to you getting your powers from a mob hit gone wrong? That's hilarious because that's how she gets it. That's what happens to her in the comics. She gets shot. Um, she gets in the crossfire of a mob hit and uh, she gets shot and then Bruce uh, gives her his blood. Oh, the it's not the blood. So that's, so that, yeah. so that was pretty funny that they, they slipped that in there. That was pretty fun. Um, and Wong, man. Yeah, that was kind of, you know, it's funny because Wong is always preaching to, strange about doing things the right way and, you know, not getting carried away with things and this and that and everything. So, <laughs> so this whole abomination thing, it's kind of surprising that Wong would do that the way he did. Um, but the best part of it was when the review board was like, you realize you just admitted to helping, you know, you've, you've committed a criminal act by helping He's him like, escape bye. from prison. <laughs> and Wong's like, oh, I have to go now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With Blonde, I was like, that's convenient. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Blonde's awesome. Yeah. I'm not um, sure what's going to happen with Blonsky and the uh, the his soulmates though. That's uh, I don't know where that's going to go. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if you heard us talking earlier, AJ. So Megan the Stallion does not appear in the comic book. That's a New no. that does she? No, I didn't think so. That's a, not, that. No, that, that. that's just the that was just a fun cameo thing. Well, I guess part of it is because I guess Tatiana is a huge fan of Megan Lee Stallion, and so like that was all you know. So the showrunner and whatever they put, you know reached out to her to get her to come on the show and everything. Yeah, so, so. that B story was just put in for fun. It was great. I thought it was yeah, a good that story. Yeah, that was just fun. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was it was really it was really funny watching She Hulk twerk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that was a little better. I mean, like the effects still like are bad, right? Like when I see Tatiana's head on this weird CGI Hulk, I don't know why they just didn't get like a like a, like I don't know why they just can't shoot it in a way that makes her look big or do a better job, spend more money. And just paint like, her green or something. 
kind of wonder. We watched too. we watched Martin Freeman and Elijah. Okay, Elijah Wood. Like they're not huge men, but Martin Freeman looked really short next to everybody else in The Hobbit, and they didn't like make everybody else's body abnormally huge to do it. Right? They used a little movie magic on it. Um, yeah, you wondered they could have done that instead of digital, but maybe they wanted it to match the way they do the Hulk. I, I, I don't know, but I think they didn't have the budget or the time for it. I think they didn't. Well, and, and her body's well, not like budget, but they didn't have the her, time anyway. Her body's not like the Hulk's body. Like when the Hulk hulks out, or now he's like all the time weird banner Hulk, whatever. But Hulk is huge in a way that Jen is not, right? I mean, she's big. Yeah, they but just she's only like tall and. She's only like six four, six two. The Hulk, six four, six seven, six seven maybe, um, which is not like. I mean, it's tall for a woman, but. Um, and but she's yeah, not you like they couldn't have done it in a different way. Her muscles aren't like Hulk's body. Her muscles are just like a really muscly woman. I just feel like, and when she walks, especially when she was walking, I was like, oh my god, what is with this? Like, it's a little distracting, to me. Um, yeah, which is funny because. Like, full weirdo monster effect, like, the Hulk effects are not distracting on, on Banner's body, but they are, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, That's a weakness of the but show, no, I but, it's not, it but I need to let it go. I need to let it go. I think, I think, I think we've, we've something, something we've all, we, we've come to realize is the Marvel shows are not getting the same budget that the movies do, plain and simple. Yeah. Yeah. And they are doing what they can with it. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's very simple and, as that. And, and, and for this show, like, being the Hulk is like an ex- – like, she's not a superhero. She's not an Avenger. Being the Hulk is, like, annoying mostly to her um, right. and gets her some jobs or whatever. And so it's not, like, a thing that um, needs to look as good as as the Hulk does or as – Electra or I don't know whoever needs special you know oh my god we're having these weird like power surges in my house right now um it's not as important a factor as it is in other people's shows or movies that's fair yeah this is my favorite episode so far like I like uh, this week was like what is week three like. For me, yeah. I was kind of more like, oh, maybe I can like this show and sort of like, like not that I didn't like it. I was always going to watch the whole thing, but I was kind of like, oh, is this like a Resident Alien that those guys like it better than I do and I'm just watching it because of the podcast. But, like, I really liked this week's episode. I, it, was it the most hilarious thing I've ever seen? No. But it was entertaining and humorous. And I, yeah, I'm, yeah. Liking, and I'm liking the character better. Yeah. So, anyway, anything else there, you guys? Oh, okay. the, the, the guys the guys that stole the uh, the tools from the Asgardian construction site, that was funny. Oh, yeah. So, is, is, is that a thing from the comic book? Like, did you hear us talking that Jamie was like, I think they were trying to steal her blood, so maybe they can become Hulks or whatever? Yeah, I'm not sure what was going on there. I just thought I just thought when she said, "Did you guys steal this from an Asgardian tool site and, she, and construction site?" and they were like, "Yeah,", yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, that must that must be a thing." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Jamie's right. I think they were trying to get her blood. 
Yeah, well, they definitely, you know, they tried to hit her with a syringe, so that's what I'm thinking, too. Yeah. Yeah. So. so how many episodes? Right. Ten? Eight? Ten? Nine. Ten is only half an hour. Nine. Mm. Disney couldn't give us an extra half an hour. They suck. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Was a longer show. would be nice. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, as it gets towards the tail end, I hope the episodes start to get a little, a little longer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Ugh. Anything else there? Moving right along? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, what do you guys want to do next? How about one of our doubles, either either Sandman or Locke and Key? Okay. <laughs> Which one do you want to do? I don't know. Uh, I think we've been doing lock and key. All right. Yeah, let's do lock and key. Okay, because there's not, we can wrap it up pretty quickly. It was a serious finale. I liked how it ended. I mean, we can talk about what went on in the two episodes, and we should, but I'm satisfied with the ending. I was too. Yeah, and I I like that they went back to get to see the father. Um, that they used the key before they, you know, destroyed them all. Um, I mean, I mean, they made it so they can't make more easily, not that they need to, but, like, I was kind of surprised, I guess, that they wrapped it up as much as they did, but I don't know what happened in the comics to know if that's... Because the comics are still going on, right? So I have to assume they didn't do that no. in the comics. No, no, no the comics are comics done. Oh, they are? Okay, I thought they were still, I haven't like, read it, but it's done. Author, but, like, different. But I don't know. Or did, you, did you read it? You didn't read it, did you? I didn't read it, no. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm, I'm satisfied with it ended that they can't make any more keys and the keys are out of their life. They use memory keys so they'll always remember magic, but they won't ever be able to do magic. I mean, the only way they could ever do it is to get more Whisper and Iron, and there doesn't seem to be a way that would happen. Um... And I'm, or the way I'm, that it should happen. <laughs> yeah, that would be, I'm satisfied with that. I mean, what yeah. happened in these two episodes was a lot of it was annoying, right? Uh, we had a lot of annoying – we had some good stuff and some annoying stuff happen on the way to that ending. Um, and Gideon never – Gideon and his henchmen never got better from start to finish, right? I think overall right. one thing that annoyed me the most was their complete, like – they didn't struggle at all. They were they lived in like 1780. They were kids, whatever part of the you know the war starts in 1776. It goes to like what 80. I don't know how many years it went. Um, but they died at some point during the Revolutionary War, and they wake up and they don't really have any problem like picking up a modern gun and being able to work it and not being surprised by it and wearing normal clothes and all this stuff. And then they would once in a while Is throw a in this weird. Yeah, they threw, I, that was my favorite part, actually. When he was driving the car, I was like, I was like how does he know how to drive a car? And then Tyler goes, how does he know how to drive a car? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, yeah. at least he was a bad driver. I felt like that whole scene with him, like, kind of kidnapping Ellie was purely to put him in a car so we'd see him drive a car later. Um, and I felt like he – I mean, I, I just thought he was just not a good villain from start to – he didn't get any better. Um I, I think I think the way the the dialogue they gave to Kevin Durand and a lot of the I really blame the direction for, 
for a lot of what I object to about that character. Um, you know, the way the director shot those scenes and the way Kevin Durand delivered a lot of that dialogue, I assume he was directed to and asked to deliver the dialogue in that way. And I just, I mean, he was just not a good, just a terrible, like, it's come on, I want to dodge, I want to dodge back the whole time, right? Um, yeah. yeah. You guys kept saying, Dodge might come back. And I'm thinking, should I tell him Dodge isn't You've coming seen back? It. I know. <laughs> or not Dodge. I mean, not Dodge. E- um, see, now you got to oh, say the wrong thing. Yeah. Uh, Eden, uh, Eden, yeah. Eden. Yeah, Eden, yeah. Um, I don't know if you I mean, I know you guys didn't like Gideon either. I, I tend to rant more than you guys do about it. But he, he didn't get any better, right? Um, <sighs> so. Yeah, that's the one. I liked the way it ended. Um, I thought it was cool that the key, you know, throwing all the keys in. Because I hadn't even thought about that, you know. Um, so when Tyler was like, he had two keys in his pocket, and then he, he tossed the key in. And I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. They're, they're wrapping it up to where they can't. It's not going to be one of those shows where it's like, okay, we won, happy ever after, blah, blah. It's they have to give it up, you know. And I thought that was a pretty cool way to end it. Um, honestly, after Gideon died, everything after that, the wrap-up, is what I enjoyed most of these two episodes. Because I had a yeah. lot of problems le- leading up to that. Um, I like the art key. I thought the art key was pretty cool. What I thought was kind of funny was when they drew the door to get into the back of the bar, why didn't they erase the door? I'm like, erase it. Don't put a deadbolt on it. Erase it. And Artie right, goes, yeah. well, he needs some. Artie goes, he needs something to smash through. And sure enough, that's what he did. I was like, son of a bitch. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I was expecting something. I mean, the art key was pretty cool, but I was expecting something a little better. Um, considering they hit it in Gordy's head like that. Um, so that was kind of I, – I got to say, though, I thought Gordy's head was kind of fun, the way that his memories all look like plays. Yeah. So, so yeah, I thought, that was, that, was I thought that was pretty cool. But the, all right, so here's one of my problems. The stupid chest. Find a way to break into the Harlequin chest. The whole point of the chest is that you can't break into it. It's magic. But let's try power tools. Yep. Let's try all these stupid things. Let's set yeah, it on fire. Let's do this. Let's do that. And I'm like, and I'm like, yeah. I mean, I'm literally yelling at the TV the whole time. I'm like, how are they so stupid for all the brilliant things they've done? How are they so damn stupid? Until he put the chest in the in the in the uh, in the well house, which I actually thought. Now there you go. That's a brilliant idea. I did not yeah. see the chest showing back up in the foyer because of the magic. Whatever. Yeah. But at least yeah, that was a good idea. Trying to break into it was just stupid. That was ludicrous. Like, that was just dumb. Like, made no sense. Like, li- this like is literally the be point of it. the chest. Um, yeah. And then the finale, also, and then the finale. What? Go ahead, Karen. Well, I also thought it was, like, one of the things that really bothered me about that whole thing also was when when they get that really good idea to, like, use a, to, like, create a piece of a, of, like, construction equipment, I don't know what that thing is called, with a grabber on the end, and they would force oh, yeah. him into the well house. I really had a problem with the part where Gideon, who Just is in a human it. body, he's, he's in, like, his reincarnated human body, 
is stronger than that machine. Like being shot does put him down for a period of time before he can get back up, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, how are, how are his arms not being broken and ripped off or whatever? I was like, like I, I guess I struggled throughout the season to understand what he is. Is he, is he a they made him demon? Too superhuman. Well, is he a de- like? I, yeah. Is it is it his reincarnated human body? Is he like a, like a demon who can't be like Dodge had to be in a human body, right? Like like I don't know. Well, we I, I was a, he, he, he's a demon of a hierarchy, but yeah. I agree with what you're saying because it was like it was like they pick and chose what was effective against him and what wasn't. Um, yeah, and it didn't make sense. Here's here's my complaint with that scene: open both fucking doors. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it, it, it's a gate. They the, there's two, they open one side of the gate so that he has something to latch onto. If you had opened both, he has nothing to grab. Mm-hmm. He can't stretch his arms out that far. That's what pissed me off. Um, but that 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 was that was in the second episode, and I renamed that episode. Um, the episode's called Farewell. I renamed the episode yeah. Stare because everybody in the episode did nothing but stand around and stare at everything. Run. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, hold on, hold on. I got to stare at the situation for five minutes. Okay, now I'll run. Oh, there's something over there. I'm going to stare at this now. And, oh, there's right. the bad guy. I got to run again. And the whole time they were in Gordy's head, they were staring at things. You know, um, friggin' Sam. Sam's, you know, like, all right, guys, I'm going to distract him, and I'm going to take care of it. You guys get out of here. And they stare. And then they run and then they stare some more and then they run. And then Josh had to get in on it too. Josh hits him with his car and then gets out of his car. And I'm like, Josh, get back in your car and get the hell out of there. No. Now Josh needs to stare and then get taken out and get his car stolen. All anybody did the entire episode was stare. And it was Mm. pissing me off to no end. Like I got to the point where I'm screaming at TV going, would you just fucking run already? Stop looking around and go pissed me to no end. And now here we go again with picking and choosing how things work in the show. Um, so when Bodhi went back in time, used the, used the time travel key and Dodge grabbed mm-hmm. his ankle, Dodge came back with him. Mm-hmm. Um, they go to, they go to see Rendell. They go, they go to see Rendell, which I thought was a great scene. I really enjoyed it. And then they're all uh-huh. hugging and then they boot back to the future. Only, why didn't Rendell come with him? They were all touching him. Maybe because he didn't want to. Maybe it nope. was also like nope, Dodge nope, nope, trying nope, to nope, kill nope. him. Nope, 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 Can't do that, Jamie. Not the rules. <laughs> you, can't, you can't help them make no. new rules. <laughs> that was never said or, I mean, it wasn't really explicitly stated or not stated. But, yeah, I agree. I am... I I mean, the whole Gordy thing is really very sad and disturbing on a couple of levels. Like, the violation that was committed against him. Um, yeah. And the way he was mistreated by Rendell and his friends at a, in every single interaction they ever had with him, really, right? Um, and they put him in that danger... Uh, and he's ultimately killed, and I, I feel like I feel like I wish they would have like they go back to see Rendell, and they have this really great goodbye with him, 
I mean, I, I think he was not properly. We didn't see the part where they're like, by the way, you're dead in the future and blah, blah, blah. Like, they, like we don't see that part. <laughs> um, but I, I feel like every single thing he and his friends did with the key, like, backfired. Like, we've only seen bad outcomes from the keys, right? What they did to Duncan, what they did to Gordy, what, like, the death, all the stuff. And, and I, I don't think there was, like, really – so I think Ellie's storyline – is about those consequences and she's freaked out, but I feel like, I don't know, like, I, I guess I wish I would have seen a little more, maybe of Randall being like, yeah, those keys, like everything we did was bad with those keys. You guys need to get rid of them uh, when you go back or for any one of the, like when, when Kinsey and Tyler and Nina are like deciding and, and I get it that Bowie's like eight years old or nine years, whatever he's supposed to be, 10 now. Um, and he's like, no, let's keep them. We can do fun stuff, right? And and but he's a kid, and and they need to make, you know, he doesn't really get a full vote the way they do. But no one ever says like, look, nothing good has really ever come from these keys. Like you had a little fun, but look at all this bad shit. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I guess I was looking for a character to acknowledge, especially Randall and his friends. Like the Gordy thing really like underscored that. And I didn't love that being in Gordy's mind, like. You know, we saw a lot of, like, uh, like even his random memories that they're going through are memories about, like, coming out and being rejected by his mother and all this stuff, right? And I was like, oh, God, really? Is this really necessary? Like, his story is, like, bad enough the way he was treated by his friend that was a little bit of, like, a weird kid for being into theater. And, like, I don't know. It was very, like, sad, all of it, right? He didn't, he didn't, get, a, um, he didn't get a very happy end. And I don't love that they no. tried to make us be that they gave Sam a redemption. They tried to make us be sad that Sam was killed. And I'm like, whatever. I didn't care about Sam. I don't need a redemption of Sam. This didn't need to happen. And now you're making them like him at the end. Like what? And feel bad. Well, you know what's like, funny? When, when Nina was like, "Are you guys okay with this?" Like I was sitting here going, "I'm not okay with this." I was like, "I'm with you, yeah. Nina." <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Am I? Maybe I. It's it's not that heavy a story, and maybe I'm asking for too much to have like some recognition that Rendell was pretty shitty. Like it, like every like every flashback to when he was a teenager, he was kind of a bossy pants jerk about the keys. Yeah. Yeah. And, and not for nothing, Bodie was kind of a young shitty. He was kind of like Rendell, you know? I mean, even up to the end. What do you mean, get rid of the keys? We can't get rid of the keys. Look at all the fun stuff, you know? Yeah. I mean, he, he's much younger than Rendell was when the keys came into his life. Well, yeah, but he's still the same. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and the only, the only other thing that made me sad was that they didn't have time to give Rufus the uh, the memory case, so Rufus is going to eventually forget. Oh, yeah, that's too bad, right? I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah, that kind of stinks. Yeah. yeah. You know, the other, you know, her, Kinsey's friends and everything, yeah, whatever. But I was a little sad about Rufus. Yeah. Yeah, he plays such a big part, and he's, like, Bodie's best friend, and, and which will probably change in time. And um, I'm not in love with um, the idea that Tyler goes back to be with that random girl in Montana, um, but that's probably in the comic book, and it's fine. Like, 
that like that feels a little bit shoehorned in there, the romance with them, but whatever, it's fine, right? Like, do I care? The show's over, whatever, it's fine. And I guess he can't, he well, graduated from high school, so he can't just live at home forever and not have a job. Exactly. I mean, it was, you know, uh, again, I'm happy with how it ended. I kind of like that they got rid of all the keys. Yeah. That was a good ending. Yeah. And can't make any more. And I felt like, so you know at the end when the door closes and, and you hear the whispering, I didn't take that to be like, oh, there's another key. I just took it to be like sort of like the a little audio button they use to close it out. Yeah, I think it's the same way. Kind of like when that Harry Potter movie ends and and you and Harry the voiceover says, "I saw him where I'm up to no good." I don't take that to mean he actually opened up the map at that moment. It's just a right. There's a little piece of little in there. A little fun. Yeah. 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 I don't think there are any more keys around. No, I don't either. No. There can't be otherwise. They would have closed. Also, could have done that to make people wonder if there could be more so people weren't completely mad. I don't know. But, yeah. I yeah. Mean, there can't be. There can't be because the, 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 no, the door wouldn't have closed. People will be like, well, there could be another one. Like, I, I don't know. Like, sometimes they like to leave that little, like, opening. Yeah. I don't know that they needed it, but. Oh, I do have one question before we hang up. Uh, not hang up. Before we move on. Hang up. Um, move on. <laughs> uh, not hang up. Go to the next show. Repeatedly throughout the season, like Gideon says to the locks, those keys aren't yours. They don't belong to you. They're not yours. And he's like trying always to assert ownership over the keys. Whereas I'm like, okay, they made the keys. They're locks. It's their keys. So I was like, why does he think he owns these? Is it because... He, he's the demon relative the or whatever. Because he owns the Whispering Iron? I think like, so. I, I always took it That's that because it. He, the Whispering Iron is, is lit alive. It's people he knew or whatever, demons he knew that they used. That's kind of how I always took it. That oh, you think it's a it demon in the Whispering Iron? Owned them. I always took it that the demons possessed each of the pieces of Whispering Iron that they used and that they like by turning it into a key, it, like, I don't know, like, got, I don't want to say killed them, but, like, quieted them or whatever. I I always took it that each piece was taken over by a demon, but maybe that was just the way I kind of interpreted it. I just took it as the Whispering Iron came from his dimension, which is technically why he would say it was his, not theirs. Yeah. Yeah, I always took it that, it, like, I sort of take it just because I didn't get it at first, but just that it was a, um, like, a demonic thing. But I, I get what you're saying, like, you're saying, like, that it was a demon because, like, it possessed Eden. But I don't think yeah. it really did. Like, it wasn't like there was a different person inside Eden's body. That was all Eden, right? She just, like, kind of went over to the dark side. I guess. See, I never took right. it that way. I took it that it was a demon, like an actual, like, entity. And that's why I took that with the keys, too. Because I always thought she was possessed by a specific demon. But I, I see you could take it either way. Because the key, now that I think about it. Because we learned last season that the key doesn't, like, it's not the iron that gives the key its power or personality that, you know, we saw Tyler make a key and doesn't explain to him, like, you have to have an intention when you make the key. Um, and and your intention will give it its power. 
I don't so think it's right. see I don't think it necessarily their intention gave it the power more that it like shapes the power. I don't know. All right. Well, whatever. I, my question really was about it doesn't Gideon, matter, but, but you guys are kind of yeah. telling me what I suspected that it's because the whispering iron came from his side of the door that he's like they belong to me even though it was just a blob yeah. or whatever when it left his side. Yeah. I don't know. I always took they were sentient, but I might have even gotten that reading about the comics. I'm not even sure where I got that from. All right. I, I mean, it could be more explicit in the comics, maybe, yeah. So. All right. All right. Well, I'm glad it's well, over. It's, I it's, mean, it's over. We don't have to deal with Bodhi anymore, so I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sandman? We got three Sandman. on Sandman. Sounds um, good. So what's this? Is this seven, eight, nine, and ten, or are we doing the bonus? Nine, ten, eleven. Nine, ten, eleven. Nine, ten, eleven. Okay, so we're doing the bonus one. That's what I was asking. So it was the two episodes that wrap up Rose's story, um, and it takes us to the serial convention, and then what happens beyond that, um, and then we had the bonus episode, which is unrelated. Um, yeah. Uh, what do you guys? Let me turn to you guys first. I thought I remember. I thought it, I, I I liked everything. Um, the Lita story still bothered me a little. Um, just because of the way the way they chose to do it was very different in the comics. The same outcome essentially. Um, mm-hmm. but I just that was the one thing that bothered me a little. I just I it didn't feel. It didn't that that's that part of the story didn't feel to flow for me the same way. Um, I was a little disappointed the first time when you know uh, last time we talked about how Rose went you know when she went into the dreams and everything, but I got my reprieve because before at the at, towards the end there before the shit hit the fan when she was dreaming and brought everybody together and then there was like that tornado or a vortex I guess. Um, yeah, I. I thought that was fun. I thought that was pretty great um, because that's kind of how it happens in the comics. <laughs> um, so I thought that was pretty cool that they that they, they the way they changed it around it worked. Um, I was so excited with Gilbert when Gil- she got to see Gilbert again and find out that he wasn't a person; he was a wear. <laughs> yeah. He was Fiddler's yeah. Green. Um, and. Uh, I- Gil, and Gilbert's final final words before he transforms back into Fiddler's Green was pretty great. Um, everything with the Corinthian was was pretty cool, and I you know I I loved the conversation between Dream and the Corinthian because even though the Corinthian took being a nightmare to a really bad level and and inspired all these serial killers. Um, it just it once it, it still once again goes to show how disconnected and out of touch Dream is with the waking world. You know, Dream Dream's so he's just he's so uh, spoiled the third word. Dream is just very self-centered. I guess is the best way to put it. And he just doesn't you know like while you're not rooting for the Corinthian, you understand what he's. Say, trying to say the dream, and dream is just not grasping it at all. You know, I mean, right. here, here's you know, 
I, in a way, I guess you could say that the Corinthian, while you understand his motivation, he goes about it in the wrong way because, you know, killing people is not a good thing. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I liked how um, he how he made all the the serial killers or how he control like controlled them and sort of took away what I, I, I don't know if that's yeah. the right way to explain it, but took away what Corinthians right, gave yeah. them. They kind of reverted back to like if he hadn't inspired them. I don't know. I like how they did that. I'm not explaining it right, but yeah. I like how they did that. No, I, I well we all saw it, we know what you mean. Um Yeah. Basically it yeah, it he he made them basically he, he gave them uh making them pay penance, you know, like making them feel what their victims felt, basically. You know. Yeah. basically giving giving them that piece that is missing from them, you know. So, you know, they always say serial killers they're missing something in their genetic makeup that they don't have the same feelings as other people and, and, and you know, they have this uncontrollable drive to kill. He gave them- you know, he kind of he kind of gave them that p- missing piece to make them feel and understand what they had done to their victims and families. So I yeah. kind of disagree with you. Like, like I agree with what he did, but I feel like you guys are like alluding to like an intent, and I feel like Dream continues to be very vengeful and very like retaliation and punishment oriented. Oh yeah, With, absolutely. And and, and he's yeah. vindictive, and and we see it again in Calliope. And I feel like, like he didn't do that to teach them something or to right a wrong. He did it to make them suffer. To punish them. That's like, true too. He, oh he yeah, did. I wasn't saying that he was teaching them a lesson. I'm sorry, I didn't come across that way. Yeah, you didn't say those words, but I, I felt like you guys were discussing it in terms of like, well, he took away currency and gave them, and he was like making them feel something. And yes, he was, but because he wanted them to suffer, as yeah. he says, for the rest of your day, he doesn't say the rest of your like he says for eternity. Like, I guess they'll go to hell after this, right? Um, I don't know, but I like uh, the way it played out. You're right with what you're saying, yeah. but like, I like yeah. the the way the scene played out. <laughs> I did too, and they're the most reprehensible people you can imagine, so I'm not like really so much disagreeing with Dream on that. I'm I'm just, for a season that's about Dream's evolution to a more enlightened and different kind of behavior, he still has this, he hasn't come past vengeance. And we see in Calliope where, where you know, she's she forgives almost immediately, whereas his instinct is to let the guy suffer. You know, to let Rick suffer for a million years for uh, for eternity or whatever. He only puts a stop yeah, to the like his he still his isn't growth, enough. By the end of by the end of Rose's story, he has grown, but he still has That's a ways enough. to go. He's still a vengeful. I mean, they deserve it, and you know, you guys are right that. So the Corinthian inspired them, but these people had it in them already. Like, oh, yeah. he didn't yeah, they make were them evil. serial killers. They had it in them already. He just, like, gave them the okay, kind of gave them permission um, right, through their yeah. dreams. But his dreams, yeah. Now, I mean, he did, uh, we talk, talk about growth, though. 
the, the other thing I did like about the end, though, is that, and I'm never going to remember what her name is, but the one that was the nightmare that didn't want to be the nightmare. I liked what she turned her into, like, a good Gold. dream. Yeah, Gold. I like that, how, like, he, he gave her what she wanted. So he did have growth in that instance, at least. Yeah. yeah. The thing with Dream that we've we've seen a couple times this season is whenever he – for every step forward of growth he has, he seems he to have two steps back, backwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I am um, – I also, AJ, liked the Corinthian a lot. I like what they did with him. I like the way they took him from page to screen. They did a really good job with that. Um, I think I think they, you know, the casting, we talked about how the casting is great in pretty much almost every single role. And I think, I don't know the name of the guy off who they who they cast. Is somebody like banging cat? Not me. It's Alyssa washing dishes. Tell her to wash quietly. Um or so, nobody in my house is, or Jamie's mom, or somebody. I just hear no, a little noise. But no, she's sleeping. It's that powerful microphone. That powerful microphone. Anyway, they did a really good job with him, and and I think you know they the the way they cast and wrote and just did that entire character. He's so smooth and and uh, attractive, right? Like he's attractive yeah. to every single male, female, killer, not killer. He is seductive and attractive to every single person he meets. Um, and it was, so, and, and it's really scary. Right. Um, yeah. And not just adults, like Jed is immediately at ease with him also. Right. He just is so. Yeah. Um, which is, it's not, it's more attractive. Creepy, but yeah. I, not, not, I don't mean like, and I don't mean like. You don't mean sexually yes. attractive. You mean like. No. Like, he just attracts charming. you. Like, yes, for some people it's sexual attraction. But, yeah, you're just drawn yeah. to him. Yes. Charismatic, did you say? Yeah. yeah. It's so well done. Yeah. And then when he takes off the when he takes off the sunglasses and you see that his eyes are, like, mouths with teeth, um, which is super creepy. Um, yeah. That was, I kind of would have liked to see when they had him eat the eyeballs. You didn't get to see it. You just heard him crunching it, but still. Yeah. And I would have liked <laughs> maybe a closer up, close up on the eyes there. Um, yeah, it was pretty good. Um, he was great. Um, Rose, you know, I, I mean, I'm glad that story agree with most of the, most of the major critics and a lot of the chatter online is that this show is better when it's the standalone individual stories. And even when dream is very much in the background and the sort of overarching Rose storyline really slowed it down. I'm not saying it was yeah. terrible. But it slowed the whole down, it. right? Well, that's why I said it, it to me. And, and again, I hadn't read the comics, but that's why I was saying like, I thought it was going to be about like him getting his stuff back, and obviously it was more than that. But some, mm-hmm. to some extent, and and I didn't know if it was because it was coming from a different comic series or what. The um, Rose story seems a little disconnected to the rest of it. As much as it's like a big part of it, it it seems like it's sort of change trajectory to get there a little bit, I guess. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I didn't know where it was headed, but that's what I felt like a little bit. Well, the Rose story is throughout action, especially once you get to the end and you find out that um, Desire is technically Rose's father, or not father, great-grandfather, because 
Destiny is the one that impregnated Unity when she was sleeping. Right. So, right. you know, and, you know, I mean, we get a glimpse of Rose in the diner scene when she's talking to, uh, Wait, it was what's her name that I can't desire that, It was supposed to be Desire that impregnated her, right? Or my, That's what I said. Didn't yeah, I just Desire say Desire impregnated her. You said Destiny, What'd didn't I say? you? I thought you said Destiny. I don't know. Oh, did I? I, I know. Sorry, my bad. I, if I said the wrong name, I'm, I apologize. Desi- I, I think I said desire, and then I think I said yeah. yeah. So desire, yeah, desire. Desire was with um, Yeah, because she said about yeah. gold eyes. So it's yeah, it's so it's it's all eyes. so. While at first, you know, once you find that out, then it kind of bring you know it it ties it all back together. Um, actually, and the other thing, what did you guys think when Dream says to Lita? Um, you can take the baby. He's yours for now. That was that was that one straight out of the comic. Ask me that again. What? When 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 Dream says to Lita, the baby is your. You can take the baby. He's yours for now. Oh yeah. Because he was born. Yeah, he's born in in the dream world. So eventually he'll be. He's mine. Well. That's not. That's I not mean, creepy at all. Take it. I take it out something that happens later on in the comics, or is it just he says it? Well, he says that. No, I know, but I mean, in the comics, I'm asking, does that come back around in the comics? I'm just curious. Um, I mean, I so I think that I mean, within the context of the, of the show, I mean, yeah, it's creepy, but he's not wrong. Like that baby, that is that baby is a dream come to life, right? That baby is not a real baby. The baby is a dream that escaped from the dream world, just like a lot of other dreams that dream has to round up, right? And, and I mean, I, I felt like the way dream delivers that line in the episode, it's another thing that feels like dream is being, I don't know, like he's following the rules to a T and can't make an exception, or he's just being a jerk, or he's not like, okay, he's the endless and he's not accustomed to explaining himself, but he never says to Lyda, look, the baby's a dream and we can't have dreams like going around the world. This is dangerous. Bad shit could happen. So you can have that baby now, but eventually, sorry, right? But he's just like, you can have it now, but then it's mine in this very creepy and threatening fashion. Like he's not really able to deal with people, humans, demons, anyone. He's He's got that sort of imperious, I'm always right attitude, he kind of treated her the same way he treated, uh, what's her name, the librarian in, the, in these couple episodes. Yeah. yeah where know. he's very, just like giving pronouncements. I mean, I don't know, yeah, so Jim, you haven't read the comics. I don't know. And, and AJ, I really didn't, uh, like I'm talking really just about what I saw in the show, right? Um, yeah. But he does, in the comic book, he, same thing. He's like, you can have it, but eventually it's mine. But I think yeah. I think he's justified. He just doesn't explain it. Like, sorry, you can't go into a dream and have a baby and then have this dream kid like going around the world. Like, bad can only come from that. And speaking of demons, uh, that ending with with Lucifer was was a lot of fun. I can't wait. Oh yeah. I, and, yeah. It hasn't been it hasn't even been renewed yet. But I guess that was what Netflix had planned all along was they wanted to wait 
and see how it did before deciding if they were going to renew it, which I can't see them not renewing it. I mean, it's been in the top ten since it premiered, and it's been out over a month. So I can't see them not renewing something they've sunk that much money into yeah. already. But. So, and, it, and it was funny. So I afterwards, I thought, you know, I was looking at the story arcs and everything, and I was looking, you know, like, because there's 75 issues, and I was, you know, trying to do the math and everything, and I was like, I, I was like, all right, so we could get four seasons out of this, and that'll complete the whole story. And I was like, then mm-hmm. you could even have like another half a season, because even after the original seventy-five issue run, there's another, uh, like, a, there's like a spin-off series mm-hmm. called, I forget what it's called, but it's each issue is a standalone story at some point in the life of all of the endless, like each endless has their own story. And I think that'd be kind of, you know, after the whole, if the whole, if they go that far with it, I think that'd be kind of cool if they, if they did those episodes too, you know, like, cause so there's, there's seven endless. So then you could have like a seven episode season. Yeah. So Lucifer had a spinoff comic, right? No. Yeah. Well, there was a Lucifer series, wasn't there? Or is it just that it was based on that? Yeah, Lucifer was uh, like so. Lucifer, the Lucifer, the TV show is loosely based off of Neil Gaiman's Lucifer. Yeah, the, and yeah, Lucifer, Neil Gaiman's Lucifer so comic had a spin, a little spinoff, right? I don't think Gaiman had anything to do with the spinoff, actually. If there, were, whatever there was. Oh, maybe it was written by somebody else or whatever. And not, not a gaming thing. Series, I have no clue. Okay, fair enough. That gaming didn't really. Um, anyway, um, I, there's something else I wanted to say about this whole thing that I wanted to ask you. What else did I want to ask you guys about this? I can't remember. Um, Anyway, sorry. If you guys have anything else we could talk about the 11th episode, I'm glad that they tagged it on. I don't know where it came from or why or if you guys have information, but I feel like I'm really glad that we didn't end on the Rose. Uh, like I said, I felt the Rose story just kind of slowed it all down the way they did it. Maybe they shouldn't have run it multiple episodes straight through and maybe should have broken it up with Dream's other adventures. Um, but I like that when we ended that, we got this, this, the, this extra weird, like one third was the cat, two thirds was whatever, a coda, but that they're, they're both stories where dream takes a major back seat, which have been the best stories of the season. And I, I, I'm, I'm much more satisfied having seen that than I might've been having to end on the rose thing, which was fine, but, you know. Well, just remember, though, most people saw the first ten before the, and, like, that came out after the fact. So Okay, but it's a huge hit, and don't you think most of those people came back and watched that episode? Right, 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 but I'm just saying the original part of the season, like, if you watched it when it came out, had ended. Like, that was after. Like, it wasn't part of the main part of the season was all I was saying. But it, but it has now ended. Now you've got a different ending. It has now ended this way, and you That's will true. wait a year and a. It's not even renewed yet, so we're looking at at least a year and a half before any new episodes come out, right? Um, 
Yeah, they haven't because, even written any of it. I forget one of yeah. the actors I talked to said something about that, that it'll yeah. be Yeah, you don't write years. anything because if it's not renewed, you're not getting paid to write, so you don't write. Um, people will spend the next year and a half waiting with the 11th episode, Most Recent in Your Mind. I, I just thought it was a good way to I, – I, I don't know why they – didn't drop it right. I don't know. Do you guys have any information about where it came from? Why they did what? Like it obviously well, wasn't all together. I, I don't you, know the why. I know that it, I originally. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jamie. So, no, I'm just gonna say originally. I remember on Internet Movie Database they had listed there was 11 episodes, and I had wondered if maybe they had like restructured the season or something. And I wrote and asked them if there was only 10 because I thought maybe they just didn't give us all 11. And at least at that time, I was told there was only 10 episodes. Now, whether or not the publicist didn't well, they know they were releasing it or they didn't want anybody to know, it was not revealed, at least as far as I know, that it was coming to anybody. Like, it was supposed to be, you know, a surprise after the fact. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was definitely coming. You don't cast that level of talent, the voice talent, oh, in, right. in the same, like, cast. They didn't announce it, what I mean. It wasn't like... No. It, yeah, no. No, it was... They, they, the only thing I know about it is, I mean, obviously it was, it was supposed to be a surprise, um, which it was, but apparently Netflix accidentally released it too yeah, they, soon. Yeah, and <laughs> They weren't supposed to release it when they it. did. Oh, it was supposed to not come for. People like, what's this? We didn't see this. What are they watching? Yeah, it was supposed to come in days or weeks, days or weeks or months from now. It was supposed to come. Yeah. Yeah, it was supposed to. It was yeah, supposed to drop. Like I, I think I, I think I, I think I read it was supposed to come out, um, like a month after, and it ended up coming out like three weeks later or whatever it was. Oh, so not super early, a week early, not like. Yeah, no, it was. It wasn't. It wasn't catastrophic. It was just funny more than anything. Oh. Um, but anyway, so yes, I mean, speaking of those episodes, I, I really like the animation for the cat episode. Mm. I thought that was a fun story. And I love the way the episode. There, it, I love the way it end, ended with the, with the kitten. They're like, oh, isn't it? Oh, it's so cute. Oh, it must be hunting something. And you know from the earlier scene about, yeah. that he's dreaming about eating a human. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't love the the rotoscope animation. I mean, uh, so I mean, I like it in general. I'm not sure that to me it worked as the best choice for this story um i well I mean, what would they have done it would have had to have been 3d animation or animatronics or something since it focused on cats uh, so or other there's like, other kinds of art, animation like straight up animation that's no, not no, rotoscope no, I know. right just saying, like it made sense that it was animated i mean like it wasn't really something they oh, could, oh, i mean they yeah, could yeah, have yeah. done it more realistic, but... Well, yeah, but that's yeah, not what Karen was saying. She just didn't like the style. I mean, there's lots of animation the styles Karen stuff. just didn't care Yeah, for. I don't know. Yeah, I don't like that they chose rotoscope, and I felt like it, to me, it was a little distracting. It's not the smoothest, right? Um, and the most... It's not the smoothest and the most realistic, and I just, I just felt that there could be other smoother, better kinds of animation that might work for me better. Um, didn't love it. Found a little distracting. I liked the story, except I was like, I mean, the buildup. I was like, oh my god, they're gonna kill these kittens. They're gonna kill. I was like, I know these kittens are being killed. Um, which yeah, was, yeah, that was <laughs> yeah, I right? didn't like that. 
And it, it wasn't like it happened and you're shocked. It was like built up for like five minutes that you know these kittens are going to be killed by this horrible guy. Um, so, but hey, I mean, I watched a whole episode about serial killers and didn't feel as bad as I feel about kittens being killed, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm with you, Karen. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, I thought it was a a good. I don't know. Do you guys think that that story could have benefited from having more time? I understand that these were two episodes that didn't neither warranted a full hour, and I don't totally disagree with putting them together. I just think the cat story maybe they could have added ten more minutes to it and it would have benefited from it. Yeah. Particularly, I felt I the, the cats, the Siamese cats' journey to go to see the the king of cats, whatever it's called. She goes to see Dream, right? That's Dream, and that's Tom yeah. Yeah. doing the voice. And you know that the um, you know the cat, the cat prophet, that was Sandra O. Oh. Yeah, uh, who, who, and you um, know that the kitten's owner was David Tennant. Yeah, and his wife. And he, and point. the other guy was um the other guy was uh oh my she, god that guy, that guy who was in Atonement and who was in X Men um guy who plays young Professor Xavier um James McAvoy oh James um, McAvoy yeah yeah I couldn't think of his name um, I couldn't think of his name either <laughs> yeah I mean I felt like the cat's journey yeah, to the dreaming people. and being in the dreaming I mean I appreciate that the cat when the cat was the dreaming it's like a cave where a big cat lives because if you're a cat, that's like, what do you dream? I don't know. I, I, I mean, look, I'm just saying it would have been cool to see a little more. I'm not saying that like the story, like would I have gotten better understanding? I don't know. I'm just, I think they could have done a little more. Um, but yeah, if I think they were going to have done a little more to both of them and made them full episodes if they wanted to. I don't know that I really felt like it was missing anything, though. But well, I think Calliope I was. I think Calliope was a very good length. I don't think Calliope needed anything. And maybe no, I don't think it dream, needed it. I just said they could have. Well, I think the Dream to. of Cats did, though. But but if you're gonna mash them up, and if you're gonna make Calliope the perfect length, then Dream of Cats has to take what it can get time wise. And so there obviously wasn't. You add. To, of course, it's Netflix. You could make it. An extra few minutes longer. You're not. It doesn't have to be an hour like it does on network television, right? Right. Yeah. They could have added it. I. I don't. I don't know. I didn't really. I see what you're saying now, but like at the time, I didn't. It didn't really feel like it wasn't long enough to me. But I do well, see what you're like, saying. That part would have benefited. It's kind of a huge. It's kind of a huge new thing. I mean, not totally new, but the idea that Dream is also the god of dreaming for animals, right? And that like. Cats are sentient, and they dream, and they have conversations, and dream is their god of dreams also, um, and that he deals with animals is kind of like a, not that we need to have, like, a like. it's obviously not the point of the series, and this was just a little, like, bonus episode, but that was kind of huge, right? Yeah, it's a cute little... And, and yet yeah. dream doesn't take, then, like, you know, this cat is like, they murdered my babies. Why did that happen? And Dream's like, sorry, deal with it, basically, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, well, let's dream for um, you. Dream is very sort of 
um, capricious in who he chooses to um, punish and help. who he chooses not to. Who, yeah, he chooses to help and who has to just deal with it, right? Um, yeah. And this poor cat, like, walks for, like, God knows how long. And he's like, sorry, babe, deal with it. Um, and she's like, oh, hell no, now that I learned. I mean, it is kind of cool. The main point of the story, I think, is the idea that dreams can change the world, in this case, quite literally. And if enough people dream, if enough cats dream, enough humans dreamt a dream, and it only took a thousand humans, they changed the world entirely. And Dream explains they changed the world retroactively, which, thank God it's not a time travel show, because he explains, like, they changed it so you got, so cats were never in charge. Like, you remember cats being in charge, but it's been changed, and that never happened. Um, but if you all can, it's actually kind of a problem, because if a thousand cats can dream it, then they can switch it back. But what's to stop the, like, this can be an endless cycle, right, of change. But yeah. I guess it was this idea of, like, a collective dream that enough people dream a thing. It's actually kind of a hopeful message in some way, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you think about it that way. So she's trying to rally all the cats to her claws. Yeah. And has this one little kitten. It's a spark. It's hope. It was cute. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, Calliope. If you guys are talking oh, the, the better. Planet. It's the better. It's the Calliope is the better story, for sure. Um. So the 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 big thing. I mean, the, the episode. I mean, again, Dream only shows up at the end. It's about Calliope. Um, you do find out though that Dream has a kid with her. Yeah, he has an ex-wife um, and a kid. Yep. Well, a and, dead kid. Um, a dead kid. Well, yeah, we don't know that. Dies. Well, it's Orpheus. No, yeah, the kid is Orpheus, right? Yeah, they said that. Yes, his son's name is Orpheus. Um, I mean, he's not killed. He's in he's in the netherworld. Orpheus goes to the netherworld not to stay there, right? Well, they say that he went there to get his love. They they they. Yeah, he goes there to get Persephone. I mean, that's if you've studied. like, well, it's not know, Persephone. Oh, it's not Persephone. It's, uh, it's, uh, no. uh, yeah, whatever. They don't, well, I mean, uh, depending on how long the show, depending on how long the show goes, and if they ever get to that point, then you'll find out. Or read the comics. Yeah. I don't want yeah. to say too much. And, it's Eurydice. Yeah. In Greek mythology, it's Eurydice. And he goes to retrieve Eurydice from the underworld, and, and he's killed, um, because they're like, we're sick of you. You gotta go, and they kill him, right? They're like, stop your whining, and they kill him. In the Greek, in the Greek myth, this is what happens. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he's a singer. Well, is this in, a comic in, story though, or are you? Not what happens I mean, this in the comic. The, this is not how it happens. Sorry? This is not. The comic is not. Not how it happens in Greek the mythology. Yes. Okay. But, I yeah, figured the episodes was from a comic. Okay. But if you've only watched the show, then this is what you would assume that Orpheus, and of course, in, of course, in Greek mythology, he's not the son of Morpheus, right? Um, well, Morpheus, well, he, um, uh, well, he's, when he's with Cal- with when, well, well, when he's with Calliope, he's a, he's Oniris. Yes, but he's not the son of like in Greek mythology. Right. He's the it's son of Calliope different. and somebody else entirely. Yeah. 
but yeah. probably Apollo. Probably we stayed. I took a Greek mythology class in college because it was because the whole lacrosse team took it. And I was like, I can get an A taking that class. Um, <laughs> and so yeah, so he was a hero in Greek mythology, and he's the child of Calliope, and um, supposedly this other guy, but probably really Apollo. But anyway, yes, the comic book does not well, follow this. In this story, this. it's dream. I said, well, in this story, he's dream son. In this story, it's dream. So, in this story, it's yeah. Calliope and dream. And you find that Calliope and dream were married and yeah. are, I guess you maybe don't have to get divorced when you're an endless, but they're no longer together. And their son went to the underworld and right. was killed. Um, and it's obviously very, I mean, it's funny because we saw when he went to, when, when he went to Lucifer's realm, um, and he saw Nada, his old girlfriend, and he was very cold to her. And it's like, whatever, I'm sorry. It's 10,000 years. I haven't forgiven you. Sorry. Stay in hell. Bye. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he was in love. He says he was in love with her. He says he's still in love. He says, yes, I'm still in love with you, but it's only been 10,000 years. I don't forgive you. Um, but he obviously feels very differently about Calliope left him. She says that she left him, right? And so so here's the thing, just from watching this episode, not from anything from the comics, like, is Dream, is this part of Dream's evolution that he feels differently about Calliope, or does he just feel differently about Calliope? Wait, say that again? So he treats Nada in hell. She's, like, begging him for help, and he's like, sorry, sister, I still hate you. you got to stay down here, right? But then Calliope yeah. asks him for help, and he's there in one second to help her. So oh, does that mean he does, Yeah, I'm saying, does he feel differently about Calliope, or is it part of his evolution over the season that he feels differently and, and helps her? We don't know. No, but I would say it's probably partially his evolution, but you're right. We don't really know that's a guess. However, we see his evolution, and then we see that he hasn't changed at all again because Calliope has to convince him at the end to release Richard. To stop torturing him. Yeah. To stop, yeah, to stop torturing him because she's forgiven him, but Dream is like, I don't want to. <laughs> but she convinces him to. Because, again, you know, that's just, here we go again with Dream, Dream's vengeance, because he can't, uh, it's like, every, like I said before, it takes one step forward and two steps back. Um, yeah. One thing I, 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 one thing I liked about the episode that um, was different than the comic was, I mean, and again, the, the comic was written in the 80s. You know, so they definitely updated it a little more and made made made, made the story more about Calliope's strength um, and a little less about Dream and him coming to her rescue. Yeah. Which, like, yeah. that whole part, like, like in the comic, it ends when she asks him to release Richard. That's it. That's that's the end of it. Um, right. This added a little bit where you see Calliope leaving the house and kind of, like, walking down the street with, like, a, a new purpose and everything. So I thought that was kind of cool that they did that to kind of, you know, make yeah. it more about her that, and less about Dream. Well, yeah. and they, they, they updated a little bit of the sort of wokeness of it, and I mean that in, in sort of a 
in a real way, in a sarcastic way. Like so, they alluded you know, a, so like like in how they alluded to things without showing it descriptively, like they did in the comics. Yeah, like in the comics, like yeah. Jamie, did you understand the way that he gets the ideas from Calliope, and like the way that. Like no, he gets I, knew, to, I knew he tortured her, but it was not, or at least I he, he tortured he, he her. He sexually assaults her. Like he, the, like the way that these guys get Calliope's inspiration is by assaulting her, by raping her. Um, okay, I wasn't. I, I think it's vaguely implied, but if you didn't really know it, you you yes, by torturing her, it's not explicit, but it, it it's assault. He he that he assaults her. Um. And so they don't show that or or even really allude to it overtly, right? Um, yeah. And, yeah. Then they, like, and then they you do see him make put the him... key in the door. You see him put yeah. the key in the door, and when you see him again, he's writing and he has a scratch on his face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's why I said you knew he assaulted her, but you didn't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was unclear so whether he just assaulted her or whether he sexually assaulted her. Let's put it that way. And well, I actually, and I actually repeatedly. Yeah, I actually thought about Karen because I know how much she hates when, you know, everything with women in these situations is over and over again. So I thought I was, I, my first thought was, I think she'll, you know, Karen will probably appreciate this because they didn't actually show anything. They just allude to it. Yeah, well, I don't think they necessarily needed to. I mean, it worked, and no. Yeah. Although, you know what? I would have been okay with them being a little more clear about the level as as of yeah, like the depravity. level of depravity that he sinks to in using her, and, and you know, yeah, because you kind of feel bad for him at times, a little bit, almost, and like you do if they had maybe made it work. Well, no, I mean not. I don't mean it that way, but they didn't make, at the beginning, let's put it this way. At the beginning, they made him seem like he wasn't a super bad guy. At the beginning. He's like, please help me. Here's a a pretty dress and some perfume. And she's like, are you kidding me? (laughs) Um, Like, he seemed like he wanted to do it the right way at the beginning. And, like, they didn't. I feel like they maybe should have showed more of that a little bit. If there is a right way to hold a woman captive against her will, he was trying to do it, right? He was trying to be nice about it. Uh, yeah. He was trying to be less abusive, mm-hmm. but he quickly – but then they go – you know, then the flip side of that is that he becomes this feminist author, right? And it's like, oh, how do you – how are you so inspired to write such great women characters? And, you know, he's insisting that 50% of his cast are women and 50% of the crew are people of color, and he's like this totally, like, you know, woke, woke guy – and he's the most humongous hypocrite you could ever think of, right? Um, it's really, I, I do, so I enjoyed that, but I, I, I think that could have worked better and been so much more disgusting, like in the sense of like, I'm disgusted by it, if you knew the way that he was assaulting her. Like, yeah. keeping her captive is horrible, but... For many viewers, I don't know if it's explicit enough, right? Yeah, I think it should have been a little more explicit. The way he's... um, It would make it more, yeah, more overtly, like, it it would contrast that a little more, the way he's this. And then, you know, he says to her later, he's like, oh, maybe we'll decide to stay in L.A. And she's like, we'll decide? Oh, can't you just enjoy this a little bit? And she's like, dude, you kept me locked in a room for a week. 10 years. 
Um, uh, yeah. Hey, and Jamie, how'd you like that little J- J- Joe Rowling comment? They, JK, they threw in JK, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, they threw that in there. That was funny. That was kind of hilarious, but... Um, yeah, yeah, so, I mean, I love the ironic punishment. It was like poetic justice, haha. Um, <laughs> uh, and it was, I mean, Morpheus. Okay, from watching it seems the a episode, lot less harsh now. Thinking about like that, he was worse than than I knew. Like not really realizing everything. I think that they should have. Um, I really do think they should have been a little more overt about that. The comic is is okay. The, well, but it's a comic I mean, too. not go as far as the comic right. went, right? But I feel like they could have made it a little clearer the level of depravity, like the level that he went to. To like, uh-huh. you could watch it, and if you're not paying attention, think, "Oh, she just walked in the room. How bad is it?" Right? <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, not, not paying attention yet. Walking a room for ten years is okay, but <laughs> right. Um, so in the end, you know, we talked about Morph- Morpheus's vengeance. He really like, I don't know, like we've seen him be really vengeful a lot against people who've offended him. But this like, this like, Rick commits no offense against Morpheus really, except that this is a problem. I mean. If you're just watching the episode, it seems like Morpheus is still in love with her. Yes. Right? Yeah. Which I'm not saying anything about whether the comic says anything about that either way. But he's still in love with her based on what we saw on the screen. And he's vengeful on her behalf. He's like, oh, you hurt someone I loved. Um, Whereas, like, when he went after Galt, like, that's because she disobeyed him. And, And other people, like stole his ruby or stole his helm or, right, like other people that, like, he really, um, uh, even the Corinthian, the Corinthian, like, okay, he punishes all those serial killers because they're horrible people. Um, And he punishes the Corinthian, but the Corinthian really couldn't help it. Like, the Corinthian, I felt like, well, okay, he did a bunch of bad shit, but, He was made to be bad. Yeah, yeah. Kind of. Yeah. In a sense. But he really. I he was think, made to be bad, but not in that way. Yeah. Right, but I see what she's saying, though. I get what she's getting at. Yeah. Yeah. I think that Calliope forgave a little too quickly, but there was only two minutes left in the show, and she had to do it, right? Like, she forgives <laughs> him immediately. She forgives him immediately, right? Yeah. I mean, maybe she's been building up to it for a long time. She's like, I don't forgive what he did, but I forgive him, I think is what she said. And she kind of says something like, I have to, because, like, I guess that's the only way she can really go on with her life. Like, yeah, right. she's, like she's the opposite of Morpheus. She's, like, not at all vengeful. Yeah. She's going to try to but use she, it for good. You know, she gets that sometimes forgiving somebody isn't about forgiving the, the person. It's more about so you can move on yourself because if you hang on to that anger and hate it it only ends up hurting yourself in the end yeah 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 like holding on to that would only hurt her yeah yeah so 
All right, we got to get moving on here a little bit. All right, sorry, we're going on too long. All right, so Resident yeah, we got a, Resident Alien. Oh God, oh God, Resident Alien, jump, jump the shark, Resident Alien, jump the fucking shark. Yeah, I'm so? not sure. I mean, I have mixed feelings about it. I really do because I, I think the fact that they made it that like I was really annoyed through the first you know three fourths of it where he's like, it's the future, and they're all dead and everything, and the world's destroyed. I'm like, what is the point, then, of the show if this all happened? Yeah. But I, I said the same thing. Liked, I said the exact same thing. But I kind of <laughs> liked how they wrapped it around and that it ended up that he was Goliath. I, I, I didn't totally hate that. As long as he's able to change the future, it, it, we're it's not problematic. Exactly sure, I guess, of their rules yet. Like, as long as they make it that, that that isn't what ends up happening, then I'm okay with it. But if you're supposed to think that he can't do anything about it, then I have a problem with it. So I guess it depends on how they move forward. It's a time uh, loop. As soon as you, yeah, but as soon as, not, he, as, soon as you go back in time, as soon as you go back in time to change it, it's because, because then if he does, if he does succeed, then he never goes, you know, then however many years, 60 years later or 500 years later, he never finds that portal to go back in time to change it. Yeah, you're right. But I guess what I'm saying is I don't think this is the type of the show, the type of show where they're going to care about rules, have rules, care about rules. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And in this instance, I don't know that that, bothers me because I think it's worse if they make it that the whole world gets destroyed. Like, then it, it has now, that point. Here's, here's my question, though. Maybe, I, I, I'm not sure I understood it very well, but the portals are there because of the aliens destroyed the planet. Correct? I think so. <laughs> I think so. That's all I'm saying. Okay. But I mean, because if there's a way for the portals to be there in 500 years, even if all right, so he say he changes the past and they say he saves humanity, and the portals are still there in 500 years, then technically speaking, he can still go back in time to make you know it, it's just it's very convoluted, and I feel like this is a show that isn't going to have rules or stick to them once they establish them, and. I mean, for all intent purposes, what we've seen, it's a time loop, and we're doomed, so what's the point? That's kind of how I felt, but that's why I'm I, – I just don't think with this show, though, I don't think that they're going to – like you said, I don't think they're going to uh, – I agree. I, that way because it isn't meant to I, I, I agree. I, I, I absolutely agree that it's meant to have him go back in time and fix things. I, I completely agree that that's the intention and the direction they're going. But that makes me have a huge problem so, with the whole show now. Yeah, I mean, like technically, it doesn't make it won't make sense. But I don't know. It's better than them making it that he can't fix it. I guess is the way well, I. Well, what do you think, Karen? A dark show. Well, I think it's terrible that they did it. So, so I really like raced through this and didn't really like. Um, because uh, I was trying to, like, you know, get it together before I talked to you guys. And I think it's really terrible the way it was, like, really 
given a very short amount of time at the very beginning and the very end, right? And like, I, I unless I am I not caught up? Did I no? Like it's I felt like there was like a like I don't know. I feel like it 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 takes away from some pretty okay stuff in between, right? Um, yeah. I, and like I watched this episode, that's actually a pretty good episode. And then I'm like, oh, well, that's like, who, like, like who cares, right? It's a, it's a very kid heavy episode. The kids are great. There's a bunch of stuff, and you have probably there was probably four minutes to go in the episode, not even, right? Um, and, and so I, yeah, I mean, you know me, I'm pissed when I see like 60 years in the future or whatever, the very beginning or whatever, right? And I know uh, that yeah. I'm just waiting. I'm waiting through like an hour of actually pretty good episode, which the show not always is to me. Knowing that I've seen this old Harry in a future destroyed planet, I also was kind of pissed because it's never been my understanding they want to destroy the planet. It's always been my understanding they want to wipe out humanity. That this was the kind of thing where humans well, this have to was go. The other alien race. This wasn't his alien race. I know, but but like that was kind of a new thing to me. Like, like, did the other alien race want to destroy the whole planet? Maybe that wasn't clear to me. I, I don't know everybody ever established. But I, it, it bothers me that it was really given only, like, almost no time to really, like, like, if you're going to do it, then freaking do it, right? I mean, I guess the next episode will more to do with it, but it, um, it, like, yeah, so that part really bothers me. Um, the Goliath yeah, I don't stuff, know. To me, this show is a, com- it's a comedy, so I don't take it too seriously, and I didn't, like, like it irritated me, but I don't know. I don't like, know. It didn't irritate me, I guess, as much like, as it did you. Let's put it that way. I get it. I get it, Jamie, a comedy, but, like, it's supposed to – but you still should have a well-structured episode – and storyline. Yeah, no, I have like three minutes to go, and then you see six years in the future. Oh, 300 years in the future, and the whole planet is like, like, I don't even know why, first of all, I don't know why he's still walking around on this destroyed planet, but he's been wandering Because he Earth, can't leave. Right? <laughs> he has yeah, nowhere to leave. Yeah. <laughs> right? He's stuck oh, there. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't really like it. I agree with you that, like, if the if the planet is destroyed, then why are we watching the show? For the like, kids. Is it, and, because and look, the kids are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and it better turn out to be, like, if this was to be a dream, that he had a vision that the planet was destroyed, that would piss me off even but more. Then, right? then I'm totally well, No, because he's... It can't be a dream. He's Goliath. I know, because he's Goliath, and he... Yeah. I don't really like... Yeah, I don't. I don't know how I feel about him being Goliath. I haven't really had time to digest that yet. They could have had um, him being you know, Goliath actually, without showing the whole thing going that far. In the- I mean, I I don't like the whole time travel aspect of this whole thing, but I did think it was kind of cool that he's Goliath. I did kind of like that twist to it. That's what I meant. Given what it, given given what it is, but I don't feel good about the whole overall. It's just it's a time loop and and it is all kind of pointless. Which, but again, this is a comedy and it's not a show that's going to end the world. So they're going to really fuck up this time travel. That's, <laughs> that's going to be as simple as that. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, like because I said, I'm okay with that in this instance. This isn't – I don't expect it to be 12 monkeys and make total sense. Like, it's okay to me if it doesn't. I would rather them do that listen, than have the world destroyed and have them all dead. Like, I mean, yeah. but Harry's I, going about this all wrong because Max can save the world with his butt. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the answer right there. Yeah. I mean, Harry got Harry got adult napped. I mean, come on, how how much are we gonna rely on Harry to save the planet? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, I. The horror is the I, best. That also, like, you realize like, that also means I, that the baby's his too. That's the thing yes. too that was like I'm like I that was kind of like a big a big thing there. Like if you if you connect with yeah. us, but obviously the baby's it's really his. his baby. Yeah. And he had this relationship with this woman and had this baby. He's got, like, yeah, you know. Yeah, the baby's half human then, right? Yeah, I the mean, baby's half human. Actually, yeah. Okay, that's why I wasn't sure if it was supposed to just be that he, like, spontaneous. Like, they didn't really, how do I how do I explain what I'm thinking in my well, head? Well, honestly, the way this show you know what, Jamie, though? Be, he could be hermaphroditic and spontaneously has a baby, for all I know. Okay, well, I, I, that's what I was on. asking. Like, it was supposed to be her baby was what I was asking. Or partially her baby. I, I'm not 100% sure about that because Harry knew, because apparently when they go into that cocoon, chrysalis, whatever that, you know, that Harry knew that it would be a baby. Like, when you die, you have a baby type thing. So it's never been established that there's any human, human part of okay, that baby. Okay, that's what I was trying to understand. No. That's what I was yeah. saying, not saying it's, it's, sure, not, saying it's not possible what? because they, they haven't established how that actually worked. It's just Harry was like, oh, this is what happened, and it's now so. You know, there's never yeah. an explanation on how, okay. on how it that's, works. That's what I was getting at. That's why yeah. I wondered because they didn't actually say so that. It, that. Okay. it could be. I mean, I mean we, we, we haven't gotten those rules yet. Yeah, and we didn't really, yeah. so all Harry says is like, he says, oh, if there's one portal, the others, and that's how I'll save the world, or something along those lines, right? Um, or that's yeah. how I'll change everything, right? Which also, like, doesn't make any sense or give us anything. Like, I guess that's one thing that irritates me, is like, we talk about it having rules, they gave us nothing. They gave us, like, there's a portal, yeah. and that, somehow that will, and we see, like, a hand reaches out, which we assume is Harry's hand, right? Mm-hmm. Well, no, it was, it was the person that he takes over and becomes Goliath. Oh, yeah, oh that's yeah. right. Well, no, no, he took over the guy in the Brazilian rainforest. That's who he took over to become Goliath was, 33 yeah, years ago, right? right? Yeah. That's, that's yeah, that what was, I meant. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and that guy's name was Goliath um, because he did the yeah. same thing, with, you know, took over Harry and yeah. his name's yeah. Harry now. <laughs> I mean, I, I think there was a decent episode in between. Like, I... I I, I don't yes. know why it was Halloween. I, agree like, with I that. guess they I don't know why they shot this and made it a Halloween episode. Obviously it's running at the wrong time of the year. But, well, but that yeah, the wrong time of year. It's a month off. I mean well, I guess it's always two months off. But yeah. Yeah, the kids the kids were great. Zahar was especially great in this episode. I always love her with Harry. Um I Linda Hamilton showed up and she kidnaps the baby, right? Which is like kind of a finally an advancement in that a little bit. Um, and I just really like, like anytime all the women are together talking about how much they love that town is, is kind of one of the best parts about the show, I think. 
Like, I love yeah. when they talk about how they all grew up together and they have this bond that we, you know, sometimes forget about. And I I really liked that whole part of it. And then, yeah, they boom, look, into this it. great bonding. But this great bonding thing on the bridge and there, we love this town and we don't want this stupid hotel, blah, blah, blah. And then, boom, we have this stupid portal three years in the future, baloney. Yeah. I'm not sure the writers have the goods to make that work out. Like you're writing a comic. I, I don't, don't look. I'm writing. So. Right? Maybe that's in the comic book. I don't know. Um, but don't know. this is not like this team is writing a comedy about an. I just feel like you'd bring in a totally different set of writers to bring in to write a a time travel, time changing story that made sense, right? Like, are they going to call up the 12 monkeys writers to help them? I hope so. I doubt it. <laughs> They're not. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know. I haven't seen further yet, so I can't comment, but I kind of doubt it. <laughs> yeah. It's annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see how they deal right. with it, I guess. And yeah, Harry, I, don't have I did want to comment. Harry is is definitely becoming more. He's well, learning yeah. and yeah. and becoming more human. Like he actually cares about Darcy, and he like shocks himself. I like that. That he's like, why do I care about somebody else? Like he's starting to to, to you know to to see it, even if it it scares him. Um, yeah, I, yeah, but every now and then they have a little bit of bad writing where. Because we called, we were talking about it and complaining about it. Maybe it was just me, but I felt like in this episode, like he didn't act quite as alien. Like you know, we're saying like about the way he talks and stuff. He seemed to yeah. tone it down. I thought toned it down a little bit. So maybe he's going to start changing a little more. I don't know. Maybe are you saying that because last week I was complaining how I'm over it. Yeah, I know. That's why I was thinking about it when I noticed yeah. that. And I thought he isn't talking quite as bizarre. No. Although he did, like, okay, like, he knows Darcy, and remember how he sort of, like, dated Darcy, or Darcy thought she was dating him in season one, and like, like he knows Darcy really well. Yeah, that's funny. And then after he yeah. examines her, he refers to her as, like, oh, why do I have to help us do a skiing friend? I'm like, seriously? They're trying to act like he can't remember Darcy's name? Like, Darcy's one of his... Well, I think it's, his... it's freaking him out that he cares, maybe. Like, it might not necessarily be he doesn't know her name, he's just reacting oh, that being, way. At least that's how I took it. Just being a jerk about it. Like, he knows Darcy yeah. really well. Darcy is, Darcy's his friend also, really, right? Yeah. Although, did he ever mm-hmm. call her by her name, though? Thinking back? I don't know that he never, ever actually said her name. The only person's name he really ever says is Asta. Because sometimes he says Dan, and he says, like, Asta's Dan or something like that. Doesn't he usually? I think that Maybe. is partially the way he refers I mean, to Darcy. People. Helped him but yeah, cover up a Darcy. murder. He knows Darcy's name. Well, yeah, but you know what? I think Jamie's right. I don't think he has ever used anybody's name. He always has like no, does not. I don't want to say nicknames, but like, like the mayor. He never calls. Yeah, yeah, descriptive I names. Like he never Max. calls the mayor I think Ben. He does say Max. Max, yes, Max. He, he does say Max. And he always refers yeah. to. Uh, Zahara, Zahara as Max's friend. As Max's, Max's annoying friend or or yeah. or that annoying girl. 
Yeah, yeah, that's her. what I'm saying. I think he knows Dorothy's name, but I don't think he's ever actually called her that. Yeah. Because I think, because that's what I said. I'm thinking when he talks about Dan, he says something like, does Dan or, or something. Like, he still refers to All him right. in that way. All right. So, I felt like he really, I think he's talked about but Dorothy yeah, before, but whatever. But, yeah, he knows it's, her name. Yeah. He just. Yeah, he knows yeah. her name. It's just how he, anyway. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Anyway, annoying, All right. yes. All right. That's it this week, right? That's all we watched? Because I want to mention Did you the watch shows. If, if, you sorry, didn't watch House of the Dragon? Oh, I watched no, House I of the Dragon, not. yeah. All right, let's let Jamie watch. talk about the Jamie little House of the Dragon. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I like um, the one show that came out. I don't know if you guys would like or not. It's not sci-fi. But um, it's Recipes for Love, for Love and Murder that's on Acorn. I think that's cute. I just I was thinking of you, Karen, when I was doing the transcript today, finishing it, because um, that's the one with Maria uh, Doyle Kennedy from Orphan Black. And um, oh. I was thinking of you because she was saying how when she saw the the script, how, like, she was sick of seeing stories about how men kill women and, you know, are, like, horrible to them. And that's why she liked it because it was, like, a murder mystery, but it was, like, not, like, a lot of what's on now. And I just thought of you when she said that. But um, I like that show. It's, it's I mean, it, it's, it's a different kind of show. It's it's a a murder mystery sort of has some funny moments, but that's on Acorn. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to mention, because I did the, the whole junket for it, was Last Light, um, which is based on a book. I didn't know that. Well, so is, so is Recipes for Love and Murder. But um, Last Light, it's Matthew Fox. I really did not ex- to like it when I read what it was about, but I actually really liked it a lot. It's like sort of plays like a disaster type. I don't know if you know what it's about. But it's about, like, if the um, the world, the, the petrol, the oil gets contaminated and, like, the whole world kind of breaks down because they, they don't have, you know, gas and everything else and it kind of causes a chain reaction and it's sort of like an end of the I – don't, I don't want to tell too much. I don't know how much of it was. It's sort of like an end of the world, you know, disaster movie type. I don't know. It was good. It's so a, is it like, um, is it like Revolution? Kind of like Revolution. It's happened in Revolution, ah. right? Where they're Thanks. No, it's not like re- – I'm trying to remember Revolution, but I don't remember Revolution ever being, like, anything like it. It's not, like, end of the world, like, after the fact. This is, like, as it's happening. It's not, like, no. where they're – it's not, like, apocalyptic in that sense. This is, like, as the whole world's breaking down and things are going wrong and they're trying to stop it. Okay, because Revolution was about, like, loss of – there was no more electricity. There was no more power. Right. right. Yeah, I, I guess in that sense yeah. they do have power problems, but it's not like it doesn't remind me anything of. Robo- I mean, I see what you're showing now, but it doesn't remind me anything of that. It, it's okay. more about them trying to stop the disaster and the people that are. Anyway, just watch it. It's good. <laughs> I'm okay. Ba- I'm bad at uh, bad at summarizing. I always am, but I I really like that. And then the other thing I watch is coming out of Serpent Queen. But again, I don't know if that's something you guys would watch. But that was one with Samantha Morton. That was really good, too. It kind of has funny moments, too. I didn't expect that to be. It's about, um, why am I losing my mind? Catherine. I want to say Catherine the Great. Or Catherine the Medici. Great. Um, oh, it's that new show about yeah, Catherine the Medici, Medici, right? That's what I want to say, the, the, the Medici. I couldn't get out her last name. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, on it's kind of stars? Has, yes, it's on stars. It's kind of, I don't want to say it's funny. I mean, it is kind of funny. It has some funny moments. It, it wasn't like I expected it to be. I thought I it was different than I expected. I really liked it too. Um, but those are the shows I've seen. Um, 
so many more to watch. I know, like, there's there's a whole bunch of vampire shows coming out, too. Like, oh, Vampire yeah. Academy is coming out. Interview with the Vampire is coming out. Um, the other one that I don't remember the name of that's in the same universe as Interview with the Vampire is coming. Um, there's one on sci-fi yeah. that's called, like, Maker, the Vampire. Maker, which is... Fred oh, yeah. Vampire or something. Or something. But yes, there's that coming too. Um, Quantum Leap's coming. Uh, Screw Quantum Leap. Yeah, um, and <laughs> well, I don't know. I never really saw the original, so I don't know. And um, I don't know why lately I can't think of things. I'm getting old. Um, the one where they yeah. go back in time is coming back. You know which one I mean with the dinosaurs. I can't say it for life we think of the name of it, but you know which one I'm talking about. Paper Girls? No, where they go back and, and they go with Oh, La Brea. La Brea. Yeah, La Brea. They fall in the hole, oh, my yeah. God. They renewed that? They renewed that shit, yeah. Can you I believe that? Like that show. All right, I don't know. But... I mean, it's not the most like, right. intelligent, makes sense show, but I, I don't know. <laughs> All right, good. fair enough. I, I okay. still like it. All right. Um, All right. All right. Well, have a good week, Jamie. It, thanks. And then next week we'll maybe we'll. Well, I don't know if I'm going to be here next week. I don't know, but um, we'll talk about the other Walking Dead after that we. All right. Yeah. We'll be. We yeah. Catch up on and the then of course Dead. the flagship series is coming back to mm, fairly soon. I think that's October. All right. Yeah. There'll be a whole bunch of new stuff. All right. Sorry to hear that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Good to talk to you, Jamie. Okay. Have a good night, guys. I'm going to go sleep now. Good night. All right. <laughs> Bye. Good night. Get some rest. Okay. I will. Bye. All right. House of the Dragon. I like this episode a lot. I thought this episode was better. I, I, yeah, I thought the story finally was getting, um, I mean, not all of it, but I thought the story was really getting better, and I really now am very much um, behind Rhaenyra and really kind of engaged now in what happens to her, right? Like, yeah, she's a little badass. Her, and a really good, like, central character and heroine. She's a little badass. She's, I, like, I loved how this episode really emphasized what a really good queen she would be and how much better at it she is than her father, but no one wants to see it or hear yeah. it, right? We know how that goes. For whatever reason, yeah, because she's a girl. Yeah. Really, because she's a girl, right? Um, yeah, I actually, exactly I kind of was expecting to, like, I thought that, I forget her father's name, but um, her father's Viserys, right? I thought yeah. I was kind of like seeing a lot of Robert Baratheon comparisons, right? I'm like, oh, is he going to turn into a big drunk and like fall off his horse and get killed at this hunt? And you know, they're like, they're like, oh, the white stag, the white stag, the white stag. And I was like, oh my god, this is, this is going to go bad. Like, I really was having Robert moments watching it, um, which I shouldn't because they're not going to do the same thing. I should hope, right? That would be terrible no. television making. Um. Uh, yeah, she's really, I mean, she's great. She, I mean, we talked last week about how she's a great act. We really enjoy the actress, but I really like the character now. Yeah. Um, and, and I, 
I kind of, like, the whole episode was, I mean, okay, the whole episode wasn't, but there's a part of this episode where, and AJ, you can maybe appreciate this, like, the whole bunch of it is like the king being like, oh, my God, my 17-year-old daughter's driving me fucking nuts. And then the 17-year-old, like, like she's so, like, she's like, I basically haven't spoken to my father for three years because he's treating me like shit. But she's not wrong. Right? She's not wrong to be mad at her yeah. father. Um, and you know what, though? The part where, he's not wrong yeah. in some aspects either, though. Like, he was forced to get remarried. He loved her mother. And they're like, well, you're the king. You have an obligation. You have to get remarried, you know? So it's like they're both kind of in the same boat. But, but they're both... You know, they're both right, and they're both being stubborn. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like. Well, and the poor king, like, had to get of... remarried, like, when his wife's body was barely cold in the ground, right? Yeah. Like, that was shitty. Um, two sides of the same coin. He kind of didn't have to, though. I mean, he could have maybe waited a little longer. And he didn't have to marry Allison Hightower. Um, no. <laughs> that did not like, uh, marrying... put things well. Yeah. Um. I was a little, I was, so in this episode, like three years have gone by when we pick up, right? Um, and Allison, like, she's kind, she's a pretty sympathetic character. Like, she's trying, she's still trying to be nice to, like, Rainier was her best friend, right? And she's still trying to yeah. be nice to her um, and be like, I mean, I, I don't know that she's trying to be your friend. But she's trying to be like, you don't, it doesn't be like this. Um, and Rainier's like, oh, yes, it does. And I, I think I kind of expected her to be, like, when we caught up with her, that she'd be more of a jerk. Like, not just Game of Thrones, but so many shows like this, you see the mother of the heir being very mercenary to her. Particularly, like, you watched, um, uh, what was that, like, Vi- was it Vikings? What was that show with... Um, uh, it's called like not Vikings, the other one. Um, uh, Kingdom, the Last Kingdom, the Last King. You watched the Last oh, Kingdom, Oh, Last right? Kingdom, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so you know how everyone is like always scheming all the time to yeah. protect, like all the children of the king could really be murdered at any moment for any reason, right? And like everyone is so scheming all the time about their children, and I kind of expected yeah. Allison to be a little more like that, and it was a little surprising to me that she was. Well, you know, I mean, she's as manipulated as anybody. I mean, Otto has balls of steel. I mean, yeah. <laughs> he's, just, he's just, he's trying to manipulate the situation every which way he can. I mean, when he suggested betrothing Aegon and Rhaenyra, which, you know, which in Targaryen history is not unheard of, but at the same time, the king wasn't having any of it. He he didn't want to hear anybody talking about it at all. He's like, you know what? <laughs> the king was done. However, I will say, Lord Strong reminds me of Varys oh, yeah. because he's logical. Like him t- saying, you know, you should marry her to the sea snake's son. You know, that would unite everybody. That would be like a perfect union. And he's not wrong, you know? Yeah, and he's not wrong. You know, I, I did appreciate the conversation between Viserys and Rhaenyra at the end, though, when he's like, you have to wed, but you get to choose. You know, I'm not going to decide it for you anymore. So yeah, I, I like mean, that they've I come think, to an understanding there. 
I mean, I think she gets to choose within a narrow range of approved people, right? Like, she can't just go marry a right. She has to, like, choose. Well, yeah, no, obviously. Set, now, there is a part of me when, when, her and, when her and Kristen were out and about mm-hmm. and they're sitting there by the fire and everything and they're, like, talking and everything. And, you know, now we, now we know when you're a king's guard, you can no longer, you know, you're like a monk now. You, you're not supposed to have sex and you're not supposed to, you can't take a wife and, you know, everything. Um, there yeah. was a part of me that was way, you know, the way she was looking at him, I was waiting for her to be like, I command you to show me what it's like or something. <laughs> right? Like, like. There was definitely that were, spark in her eye. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're close. They're close friends. He he makes his comment how I owe you everything I have I owe to you, which is not like why we want to see people get together. But like, yeah, right. all that was there. Um, And they would be a reasonable except that he's a, like he's unacceptable right but i agree with you i kind of was like oh what's gonna happen here um yeah and instead what instead what happens is the boar cut right that was amazing where the boar yeah. was running in um that was so great and like um I mean, I love that whole scene, and you know, like it, it was so contrasted with. I mean, I, I think it was it was just so disgusting how her father, the king, they bring in an yep. animal and they tie it up, and they're like, "Oh, here, slaughter mm-hmm. this animal," which I was like, "Gee, at least Robert Baratheon died like trying to slaughter his own boar, right?" Yeah. Um, I mean, that was like disgusting, and I was hoping, I was hoping, I hope the king would be like, "No, I'm not going to kill an animal that's tied up," but such yeah, luck. I was kind of wondering that myself. Right, um, and it's so contrasted against like his daughter, um, you know, killing this animal. Uh, I mean, it was awesome because you know she's going to get respect from the people who don't respect her. Um, that she was able to kill this thing, but I, I kind of was like surprised there wasn't fallout that she basically showed up her father, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Which was great. It was great. And to his credit, her father didn't react badly to that yet. Like, we didn't see him be, like, like angry at her because he's been embarrassed and shown up. Um, I mean, I know. I'm spoiled on who she's going to be. You know, who, you, know, you know where this goes, right? He's spoiled. Well, yeah. You've read the book. You know where it goes. I read it. Um, I know where it goes. Yeah. You know exactly where it goes. You've read the book. Um uh, all of that I really enjoyed. Um, the battle with the the crab dude, whatever, whatever they call him, the crab king, yeah, crab, crab whatever. Man. I mean, that was okay. I was kind of expecting that the crab guy might have more of a point. Like, we never really found out, like, in the end it doesn't matter who he is, what's his motivation, what he's trying to do, why he looks like that. Like, all of it is sort of like, it doesn't really matter. It was all sort of like extra unimportant stuff, right? Because he's defeated by the end of the episode. He's dead by the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, Because he really only existed to make a point about Damon. Yeah. Which, I got to say, that's the one thing that's, this show, you know, between this and Game of Thrones, that they have always done well um, is the fight scenes. 
I mean, the fight, the, or not so much the fight scenes, but the battle scenes. I mean, I yeah. thought that looked great. I mean, Damon is a badass. He was a one-man army for, for a minute there, you know? Oh, yeah, and, right? You know, what What the whole point of that whole thing is, you know, once you, could, you, you, you break it down, is basically Damon would rather in one fail swoop try winning the war or die trying than have his brother come to his aid. Yeah, that was really messed up. That's what it that's what it boils down to. <laughs> um Yeah, he, they're like your brother's going to help us, thank God, and he's like, "What?" He's like pissed about it, right? He's like, "This is my last chance to prove myself without my brother helping me." Um although his yeah. plan was essentially the plan they've been discussing while he wasn't around. Like like the sea snakes had been saying like um, we need to draw them out. Who can draw them out? Oh, Damon can draw them out, right? That was sort of their yeah. plan they'd been working. Well, yeah, that was, out. I mean, it wasn't, it, I, I took it that, that he just went with their plan, you know? Yeah. He was like, okay, yeah. this is, you know. And it was the C-Sake's son that was actually the one that came up with the plan. That was, uh, that's the one that they want uh, that, that uh, Lord Strong is suggesting Rhaenyra marry, yeah. Yeah. Um, and who, I couldn't tell who was the dragon rider. I think I that was only, him. I think that was him. I thought also, that was the right? sea snake's son. I think so too. I couldn't tell at first, but he will be half Valerian. So he could it, ride yeah. a dragon, right? His mother yeah. is, Valer- it was, is Valerian. Well, so is his father. So They're he, both parents of Valerian. He's full Valerian. Oh, yeah. His father has white hair. He's full Valerian. Um, the sea snakes are Valerian also. So he can command a dragon. He's obviously not as experienced or good at it as some other people on the show. <laughs> but um, the dragon would listen to him. Um, so I watched, you know, that horrible HBO, like, after the episode kind of stuff that they do. I did watch it. <laughs> um, and they talked about, so David, uh, Matt Smith talked about, how Damon's attitude at this point is like, look, I don't care if I die. I need to like, I need to do this my way. I need to prove something. And if I die, I die. I don't really like, he's a character who doesn't really, he's not motivated by trying to stay alive. That's not, that's my words, not Matt Smith's words. Yeah. Matt Smith is like, look, he, his point now is I don't care if I die. I just got to, you know, do well, things my way. I mean, he's already been, he's, he's already been, you know, Rhaenyra's already been put ahead of him, ahead of him on the throne. And now Aegon is around, so he, you know, Damon has no chance in hell now to ever make, you know, to ever be yeah. given the crown. Yeah, there's two more legitimate people ahead of him in line now. So he's he's got no chance, yeah. Um, which makes him, like, even less predictable. More dangerous. <laughs> yeah, much to his, you know, to his brother's um, chagrin. and. And, like, um, Viserys doesn't understand him really at all, I think. Like, like it, it's to Viserys' credit that he's like, it's my brother. I don't want to see him die. I love him. I'm going to help him, right? And he seems to not really understand. Nobody really understands Damon. That he's, like, really, you know, as a second son, he's, like, angry and trying to prove himself all the time. Yeah. And he'd rather die than, like, ask for help. Um, 
but now he's going to have a lot of like fame. He's going to be even more of a oh, yeah, problem, absolutely. I think. For he's going to be even more of a problem because now he's going to be more popular. Like people are going to maybe want him to be the king over Rhaenyra. Yeah, that's definitely going to cause some strife. So yeah, but yeah, overall, I liked it. I thought it was good. Oh, and there was one thing we didn't mention about Rhaenyra. Um, you know, Viserys was talking about his his vision that he had and everything. And then, you know, they're like, oh, the, the white stag, the white stag, the white stag. And then it, it, the series is so upset. He's like, you see the stag? And they're like, well, it's not white, but he's a big one. And then later in the yeah. episode, you see the white stag come up, you know, come to Rhaenyra, which, you know, I like the the whole, it, it's, it's great foreshadowing for where this is going to head. Yeah. And the white stag was a thing in Game of Thrones also. Like, maybe not in the show, yeah. but I remember in the book there's a white stag, right? In the book yeah. series. Yeah, there is. Um, yep. That's a thing with the white stag. Um, and not just about it being, like, a good sign, but same kind of thing where a white stag is, like, coming to people or whatever. I yeah. don't remember the details offhand, but it's a thing, yeah. Um, yeah, Rhaenyra, I mean, it seems more and more clear, and again, I haven't read it, that Rhaenyra is really destined to be the lead, is the right person to be the leader, and, and maybe, dest- like, you know, with the white stag, could be destined, that doesn't mean it's going to work out to be her destiny, just that maybe it should, <laughs> right? I don't really know, like, I think, like, it can't, like, if it looks good for you in episode three, it's not going to be good for you by episode five <laughs> on this show, right? Um, mm-hmm. Or by by the age up, whenever that happens, whatever that looks like. Um, but yeah, I I like it a lot better, but uh, a lot better. Yeah, it's it's working a lot better for me. Third episode, and I'm looking forward yeah, to the good. next episode. Yeah, I mean, we both, right. you especially, did not have huge hopes for this. Um, it's not that I didn't have huge hopes. It's just I was just over it. You know, I was like, yeah. I'm gonna watch it, and I, like I said, I'm gonna watch it. I'm probably gonna enjoy it, which I am. But it's not. I wasn't one of these people. Like, oh my god, it's almost here. It's like, uh, it's okay. <laughs> it's here, yeah, yay! It's You're like, oh, it's <laughs> almost here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just, you know, like I said, I'm just so over the whole hype. Game of Thrones. So, all right, we got like two and a half minutes left. So perfect timing. Yep. So That's it. next week will be a lot, a lot shorter. Resident Alien, She-Hulk, you guys will be Tales of the Walking Dead, and we'll have House of the Dragon, and we'll do two episodes of American Horror Stories. And it's taken out a new meaning, American Horror Stories, because the horror is watching these episodes. Right? Oh, my God, <laughs> this show is not good. Show yeah, I mean, I haven't even, neither one of us have seen this week's episode yet, so we don't know, but <laughs> it has not been a good season. Yeah. Nope. So, all right. So, all right. Well, always a pleasure, and Great I will talk up. to you next week. All right. Have a good week. Bye. You too. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and good night.